Because, <laughs> like, that's, like, 60% of it. Uh, it. We're live, and I'm complaining about doing the thing that I have to do for, the, for this. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is, like, 60% of my streams are complaining about being a streamer. It's great. <laughs> no idea what anyone gets out of it. Let's go to Tonti's Desert Hideout. Hey, Bummertron, hello. Yeah, I'm just doing all of my, uh, all of my, you know, push notifications and stuff for this and waiting for Jack to still arrive because it's a stream which has Jack penciled in to arrive. So, you know, that obviously means it's, uh, it's not gonna, not gonna happen smoothly. Anyway, but we do have FFF here. Hello. Yes, good evening. Yeah, I've, um, I've just... Good evening. Yeah, I'm just looking at uh, terrible last one. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do a good job. Oh, it's not like the worst. You got to remember, I've not yeah, played well, Tropico since Tropico Four. So. Uh, yeah. Well. Uh, well. Whilst waiting for Jack, I'll just give you some tips. <laughs> First thing you want, they're gonna want to do is go to your dock, put yeah. that to max budget. Then the reason is that gets the boats uh, quicker and more often. Alright. Putting and, uh, all the money everybody... into ships. Yeah, that and the Teamsters office. Yeah, where's... Those are really important as well. Alright. Because Teamsters office, they're the ones who move everything about, so if you don't have all of those working, you're going to have a goods pile <laughs> piling up. Alright. And, uh, yeah, I, my, my promise was to make housing happiness go up, which I'm going to try and do. Um... <laughs> By just building tenements yeah. everywhere. Yeah, well, you see, you've got lots of shacks everywhere. Yeah. It means you've got um, low housing. You can just build over them. Yeah. I, um. Yeah, but, so yeah oh, yeah. Extremism. What, okay. what you're going to want to do with your uh, pirate cove is not have them bringing more people in. Because you've already got, like, massive <laughs> uh, homeless people, and you're bringing more and more people in. Yeah, that's right. I'm doing what Britain's doing. Like, <laughs> we're, we're doing the British policy. This is the Mike Gapes ideal state of a country. Lots of homeless people and tenements everywhere. It's a very confused, <laughs> very confused um, philosophical view on housing. Hello! <laughs> hey, Jack. You hey, made it. Hey, Jack. Yeah, sorry about that. No, it's alright, mate. But we were just shit-talking you quite a bit, so, you know. <laughs> were you? We're, oh, right, yeah, I'm sure it was really scathing stuff. Oh, you know. I have, I have to catch up with it uh, on the uh, VOD, yeah. Yeah, the VOD, and then get my revenge somehow. That's right. How you doing, mate? Uh, I'm okay, thanks. How are you guys? I'm good. I'm just, uh, I'm recovering from a long editing process where I had to listen to my own voice, and I hated it, so. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah well, that's most episodes for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I, I rarely listen to Gatecast record. I'll, I'll listen to them once uh, whilst I'm drunk, but otherwise I can't stand the sound of my own voice on them. Yes. Oh, Isolation Chris subscribing at tier 2, and you've subscribed for six months. God damn, that is way too long to be giving me money, but keep doing it, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I was listening to the latest Gapescast episode today, because I was like, I haven't actually listened to the latest one, and um, I'm loving the western-style Ilford South. <laughs> like, Oh yeah, uh, what in uh, Waking Milk? No, sorry, Gaping Fright. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Gate and Fright was like a last minute addition because for ages we just called it Wake and Milk, and then we realised Gate and Fright is a much better. Stop the extremism. <laughs> name. Okay, every, yeah. everyone like, is playing like, to stop the extremism drop. We will never stop the extremism. Never. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, we did a poll, and everyone seemed to prefer uh, Gate and Fright. Oh, look, here's a sort of Gate seeing figure on screen right now. Yeah, Hector Delgado. Pre um, Presidente. Oh, yeah, isn't he like the really um, <laughs> aggressive one as well? He basically just wants it <laughs> to, yeah, he just wants any program. Basically, should we do what the communists say or what the conservatives say? We can either build a prison <laughs> or just set personal rights to total surveillance, which either way doesn't seem great. And well, you know, I've, I've always admired this stream for its commitment to political plurality, having conservative commentators such as myself on, <laughs> uh, in this case, two of us, and uh, the other being Sinan, of course. Yeah. Um, and uh, but 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 yeah, you well, know, I've, I... I've, I've, I'm so right wing, I've become left wing. Horseshoe <laughs> yeah, theory has been proven. Um... Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so I was going to say, obviously, we should, as a compassionate conservative myself, uh, I I feel like we should uh, opt for the the prison building option. All right, FFF, any thoughts? What would you reckon? Wait, both of these <laughs> options are pretty right wing, though. Yeah, I'd say. First, like, check uh, if you've got more communists or more conservatives. If you're, like, 80% communist, then 5% communist standing is a lot more important for overall happiness conservatives. So when Wait. you get to that, you just work out how many <laughs> citizens you have of each uh, group and then do whichever has the most. God damn, it has is... been a while since I've played the game because I've completely forgotten where the, like, people overview is. There you go. <laughs> Uh, politics. There you go. We have more communists than... No, we have more conservatives than communists. Well, we're going to have to change that. Well, on this podcast, we definitely do. Uh, or well, this stream, rather. Yeah. <laughs> on our podcast, too. <laughs> God, we're going to have to change this podcast. Thanks, Shannon. Mike. Everyone's playing the drops that I have for the stream. So... <laughs> So I have a lot of like, um, like Mike Gapes related drops, and they will all obviously be played tonight. So okay, we're building the prison. Wonderful. I guess. I guess we're building a prison. The one thing I do not want to do, but bizarrely, I have to do it. Oh, well, I guess we're gonna start the extremism. and then do that. Pure populism. I want to put these people in prison actually, because. Ah, uh, Gape goons have arrived. Gape goons. Gape goons, excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Castro. I'm just watching the stream now. Yeah. Yeah. You need to get me a nuclear program up and running. I think. Oh no, it might not do drills. Yeah, nuclear program. Once you've got that up and running, no one invades. So you like North Korea. Yeah. I think we have the nuke program. That's what I did last time. Yeah, in fact, bomb, st bomb status is built, so... And you have the nukes! <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, uh, lots of, lots of libel so discourse happy. on the timeline today. Of course, there will be no libel done on the street. What, Eddie Martin? Oh, no, there was a yeah. whole other libel done. What was that? That was uh, Rachel Riley about Aaron Bastani. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God. Oh, I, I didn't see that. What was that about? So, um, what had happened was... 
uh, Aaron Bastani apparently has been kicked out of Labour or left Labour or whatever. He's not in Labour anymore. And it got leaked to uh, Guido Fawkes because, of course, it did. Yeah. And. Rachel... The real uh, disciplinary wing of the Labour Party. Yeah, and Rachel Riley quote tweets <laughs> it with one of the biggest like pushers of left wing anti Semitism in the country or something like that. To that <laughs> she means one of the biggest pushers of the left. Yeah, like. <laughs> And it, it might well, need to get Rachel Riley on the Bastani PhD truth for tip. Yeah, I mean... We need to get uh, Rachel Riley on the, the stream. Oh, good lord. <laughs> I can, next, I can, yeah. That, uh, yeah, look, I, I'm I'm happy to have, you know, a broad set of views on the stream, but... Yeah, it's... moderate conservatives like me and FFF, but not like a <laughs> fucking fascist extremist like Rachel Riley. That's just going too far. Um... Stop the extremism. Yeah, sounds like he left Labour of his own accord months ago. I don't blame him, that's what I did. You know, so... <laughs> Someone asked, um, can we get Geraint on this stream if he's... Uh, yeah, if he's available, uh, he can absolutely oh, yeah, jump yeah. in. He, he's in the, yeah. the marketplace of ideas. Yeah. So he can absolutely yeah. come and hang out. Like, Get Geraint the- on, because I, yeah. I want him to bring his slightly more, uh, you know, extreme conservative views to the, the, the this stream just <laughs> to spice things up because you know whereas me me and um fff we're uh, you know as as grind says proudly one nation you know that's just him being <laughs> very pluralistic and accepting our views because his own politics are more like that of the european research group <laughs> <laughs> Wait, specifically at uh, mark francois specifically <laughs> To be clear, that's <laughs> justice politics. Yeah, didn't say else. personal conduct. Yeah, we're not saying anything about anyone's personal conduct whatsoever. <laughs> to be very clear. Um, oh no, people do. Yeah, not I think like... our, uh, our next gatecast, which we've got written, we've just not recorded it for ages, is just called Right Wing Gate. <laughs> right Wing Gatecast. Yeah. What was it called? Sorry. Right Wing Gatecast. The one where we're. <laughs> I'm asking what thing. <laughs> what our episode is called? Yeah. Well, yeah, because there was that story about how the uh, the BBC are like really like in the market for right wing comedy at the moment because obviously the BBC has been dominated by the hard left for so long in both its editorial, uh, political, and um, comic wings. <laughs> All right, yeah, we're yeah, doing alliance with China, be- right? Yeah. Um- that's good. Cool. I've got nothing against the BBC, like, making more conservative comedy programmes, if they're funny, but they won't. They'll be really, really bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I, I pretty much agree with that. Like, on a serious note, dropping the whole, like, we're conservatives facade for a second. <laughs> like, we... we... I'm not dropping that facade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> right. right. I'll, I'll just do it, but I'll just... I'll say, you know, we often give quite... Um, you know, give a fair bit of praise whilst acknowledging its foibles to works of right-wing art, such as um, the films of Clint Eastwood. But yeah, that's that's about as far as we'll go, other than Geraint with his ERG views, obviously. Yeah. Um, what I will do... I'll, 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 go, I'll go a bit further and say uh, the Million Dollar Extreme show on Adult Swim was really good. What I was literally a Nazi. I've so, still yeah, not like, watched that. <laughs> If the BBC do shows like that, great. 
you know, that's just what the <laughs> nice comedy they want. But it, it's just going to be uh, Andrew Doyle identity. Do I have a coal uh, mine? That's a good question. Oh yeah, I do have a coal mine. Well, that's good. Um, yeah. Uh, can we sort out the mix somehow? Because like Sinan, you're so much louder than FFF that it's kind of like I'm turning it up to hear <laughs> FFF. Yeah, it's, it's, Sinan was really saying, "Yeah, I'm just sorting out the audio." And it's just like just it's him like lowering my voice and then putting his really, really loud. No, that's, <laughs> that's absolutely not what happened. What I, what I did was I whacked FFF up to 200% on Discord, so... Oh, my... Oh, wow. Why are you so quiet, FFF? Yeah, because, well, like... Just see if I've got, like, enough pair of headphones or something. I've got my uh, Bluetooth, but I've also got some with a microphone on that I got from work. So uh, I'll yeah. see if I can put that Geraint's on. ready to jump on now. Come on, come on into the chat, man. Yeah, all... get, yeah. get Geraint on. It, this has become a He's chaos stream. <laughs> He's always deafeningly loud as well, so I can just kind of turn down. Uh, I can just basically just pretend FFF isn't here. Just have him basically silent and just listen to you guys. <laughs> 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 the acceptable, the realms of acceptable opinion. Fire is raging in Tropic. Very normal. Fire, fire on the mountain. It's um Grateful Dead song. Uh, what's Tropico? No, no, sorry, I was thinking of Quantico. You know the FBI oh. HQ. Uh, okay, these are new headphones. Is that any better? Oh yeah, yeah you are quite loud better. now. Yeah, hold on, I need uh, to cool. turn it down. I'll, I'll just have to keep uh, moving the microphone when I'm <laughs> drinking or vaping or burping. Because <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't want to get too drunk on the stream, so I got uh, four pint cans, but I also got lemonade, so I can just have shandies throughout it. I had that really fucked up mix on that episode of RP that you came on, uh, where like you could barely fucking hear me. <laughs> who was saying probably the bulk of the stuff in the episode, but you were just like, every time you took a hit on your vape, it was like, deafening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Geraint says he can hop, hop on now. Yeah, awesome. yeah, absolutely. Let's heist Stonehenge. No, actually, I want to heist the Oh, yeah. yeah. You want to, no, uh, check, yeah, check it. I think it's Stonehenge, that's a good one. I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm, that, yeah. I'm heisting to Hagia Sophia for Turkish credit, basically. They're like the uh, wonders in um, Civilization, where they just give you a massive boost if you get it, but also they take a fucking age to actually get. I mean, like halfway through, you'll have uh, pirates demanding rum before they carry on and stuff. Yeah, I um. <laughs> Hello, by the way, is that coming through? Am yeah, I it's on? coming through. Yeah, yes. there we go. Loud Probably and clear. absurdly loud and clear. Yeah, if I if I had you on before, <laughs> no, no, basically fine. your sound settings are usually sorted, so I don't have to check them too closely. So hopefully no, it's it's, right it's the more the recording. I think I think also my mic like records quite quiet, or probably because I never like sat directly in front of my mic. I always kind of have it like a little distance, but everyone else is always much louder than me in the mix and the podcast. But then I have to I have to you know. I try and talk louder to change that, and then there are points in the episode where, because I've <laughs> mic'd myself up and I'm talking louder, it's just like deafening. Yeah, yeah these are. This is what happens when you uh, you don't stream. You know, as Sinan was saying, like having to pre-prepare stuff. It's a fucking pain in the arse. <laughs> pre-prepare is giving me a lot of credit for most of what I do, to be honest. Um... 
<laughs> oh no, but I mean, you've you've been making that video, and so on. You've been talking about that. Yeah, yeah. It's coming out tomorrow, by the way, everyone. So I can I can confirm that, and I have to thank Garant because he helped me out with. Um... If these rebels want your attention so badly. They should make an appointment like everybody else. Oh, I love the idea of Rebels yeah. making an appointment. Um, yeah, Geraint helped me out with the script, so I, <laughs> I thank him in the video, but I thank him in person now, I guess. Yeah, uh, there wasn't much help needed to be provided. It was, it's, a, it's a good script, what I've seen of it, and it'll be good. To, uh, I'm looking forward to that drop-in. Yeah, the bulk of Excellent. the help came from John Duncan, who, who like, put a lot of notes on there. <laughs> That were, um, that were helpful, and, he, and it wasn't like he put. It wasn't like he wrote, "This is shit. You need to rewrite the entire thing." But <laughs> there were a lot of notes, and I went through them all. And it was, uh, yeah. <laughs> just always, always I, I glad also, to see other people just steaming in, going to war with my long-term enemies. You know, so I, I also helped by. Um, I, I I contributed massively by um illegally licensing one of tom's mike gates videos without his consent i'm sure he would have <laughs> given you his consent but you know, this is the start of the legal battle that's going to tear real politic apart finally and i'm recently it's not yeah. anyone actually outside suing us <laughs> one, I, I feel like once you do it within the real politic banner like i can do it for the rest of my life like it's like how liam still sings noel's classic oasis songs that his shows you know it's like i still do some of kieran's jokes even though i've not spoken to him in several years you know? <laughs> i'm just like well uh that fuck brutal fuck obama and uh, fuck what is it? Fuck, fuck NATO, fuck Brussels, and fuck Obama every day. You know, that still stands up, whoever brought it first into our organization. It's still very much in line with my, as I said, deeply conservative political viewpoint. <laughs> and also, I've just seen that the great actor Christopher Plummer has died at the age of 91, which is unrelated, but it's a fucking tragedy, because what a fucking amazing actor. Yeah, yeah, he was in that uh, that Kevin Spacey film where they found out Kevin Spacey was a nonce ninety percent of the way into it, and quickly replaced him with Christopher Plummer. That was god level stuff, man. Like he Plummer stepped in, uh, like learned all his lines in a couple of days, shot all his scenes in a couple of weeks, like about a month before the film came out. Uh, you know, um, it was in, you know, Ridley Scott, I don't like all his movies, but it was incredibly professional of him, the way he was just able to, like, that's what you can say for him, I mean, like, he's just such a professional, and like, the way that he just replaced Kevin Spacey like that, like, fuck you, you're not tanking my movie, you creepy cunt. <laughs> uh, and, and Plummer gave a great performance in that that film as uh, uh john paul getty wasn't it um, I, might, I might have to piss off both the communists and the industrialists here because both of their demands are extremely bad <laughs> well one of them not christopher Plummer fans uh, well uh, offended I'm... by the, the boundary crossing comedy on this podcast i, I don't know <laughs> but someone has commented that the industrialist is sexy and that i should listen to him I don't know what you're into, but Jesus Christ, this guy looks like a segregationist. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> this guy looks like he, he liked Joe Biden in the 70s. That's what he looks like. Anyway. Um, yeah, I might just tell the communists and the industrialists that they both have bad ideas. Which is a... Which is a there rare. seems to be... 
centrism seems to be adopting like the the peter hitchens view of of communism where it's like actually just blairism just more more surveillance (laughs) like civil liberties everywhere tony blair was a euro communist and so on sorry sorry and anthony blair anthony blair was a euro communist (laughs) gotta accurately represent peter hitchens i'm happy to take an authoritarian turn and be like we're gonna surveil everyone we need to know we need to know what they're doing um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's very important that i know um, exactly what everyone's well, doing well that's what part of parts of the u.s left are saying at the moment they're like yeah yeah i can't wait for biden's new counterterrorism program to get all the fucking people who stormed the Capitol and shot themselves in the dick like it's <laughs> the, the guy who yeah. tased himself in the balls <laughs> <laughs> they're definitely not gonna like uh, fucking put Antifa under equal amounts of surveillance just to show they're being fair or anything like that. They're definitely not gonna do the same shit to like Muslim groups. Well, or not that they're not already <laughs> doing that in US counterterrorism circles. Um, speaking of uh, people involved in the world of counterterrorism, uh, Phil BC, the excellent blogger, has just shared. Um, the RP episode me and Garant did a while back on intelligence operati- operatives <laughs> Harry's place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind Bay of. of Pigs 2.0. Yeah, that's forever, exactly what we're dealing with here. All. Look at all. Look at look at this shit. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, okay, shall we start uh, talking about Gatecast? Yeah, 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 yeah we should probably do that. We should start talking about the thing. I think we've given the whole idea. Yeah. Yeah, we're, yeah, man. We wanted, yeah, I'm uh, I'm in self-promotion mode here. Yeah, That's that... what I'm saying. That's why I'm telling everyone that I'm a conservative to endear myself to your left-wing audience. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> that's how it would definitely work. This form. Oh, fuck's sake, the EU. <laughs> the EU are here. Like, <laughs> we're going to tell the EU to fuck off. Like, I don't even care what the... Uh... Um... Yeah, fuck, fuck the EU. Like, fundamentally, fuck NATO, fuck Brussels, and fuck Obama every day. The nuclear program doesn't have electricity. I fucked this badly. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck. Fuck the nuclear program. It turns out... Well, we pull Mason out here. That's right. She just wanted your vaccines. Look I'm not at giving that them my vaccine. Stuck. I need the vaccines for myself. Actually, yes, if someone would like to give me the vaccine, please DM me at the... Like, please. <laughs> Got some fire vaccine for you, bruv. Yeah. If you want the COVID-19 vaccine, uh, simply follow the stream. Uh, no, I don't think I can say that. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Be careful talking about COVID. Jimothy Baker got uh, suspended for like a month because yeah, he kept so tweeting about up. COVID cures. Oh, yeah, God. yeah, yeah. Uh, I was so pissed off about that, Ma- mainly at Dan because you didn't save the archive of Jimothy tweets, and I was like, so many good jokes on the Jimothy account. So as soon as the account came back, I just retweeted like so many of the best ones. I, I do like how they appear to just be shooting pistols at the wall of the building, which is certainly an interesting tactic. Um, <laughs> it's just like fallout. Uh, oh, can I just shout out what somebody said in the chat a minute ago? Um, Lord Tenpal? Tenpai. Tenpai? Oh, yeah, that's um, Sorry, I can uh, a podcast on Twitter. 
Yeah. Oh, cool. I didn't well, realize that uh, was them, they said, hello. They said, can Spacey replace Christopher Plummer in the afterlife? Which <laughs> I, I like it very much as a sentiment. I agree with that. Christopher Plummer is <laughs> such a good actor. Yeah, me and Lord Tempai watch an anime about Mahjong. <laughs> Un- unironically. Because <laughs> I learned um, the basics of Mahjong for a short Jimothy <laughs> storyline where he was playing it in prison. <laughs> Wait, what is Mahjong? Mahjong, it's this uh, Chinese-Japanese game with tiles. <laughs> it, it's kind of a bit like poker, but... Slightly more complex. <laughs> so wait, what is the Jimothy storyline? I don't remember this one. I think it was just like when he was in prison, he was um, playing Mahjong with see, his cellmates, and then one of his uh, cellmates, Disney Mike, was <laughs> killed. <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh, this is terrible. I've already got three people. We can't play Mahjong anymore. Was uh, was Disney Mike born? We're, we're about to lose the palace, so Mike Gates might was... be about to be, be captured by the uh, rebels and executed live on stream. I'm just... <laughs> I'm it, it, it wouldn't be the first time he's been executed by rebels, I'm sure. I'm, yeah. I'm just wondering it. I'm just wondering he if Disney Mike back. was born after the year 1992, if he was named after the local MP. Yeah, I think about like <laughs> there was another joke with Disney Mike. I'm gonna quickly search for it now, where his um, full name was something like uh, Gary Goodridge, and Disney Mike was his nickname. Because <laughs> everyone has the initials DD, and it's just a yeah, completely yeah, yeah. meaningless nickname. <laughs> it's like Geraint Goliath was one I came up with for like, some artwork we did. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, GD just like appears a lot in Gatecast. Because <laughs> uh, we've got the GG gang and the Gate goons, who are completely unrelated. Mm. Not to be confused but there, with. there is, there is um, a mystery to the GG and what it actually stands for, which I've had since we started doing it, and will come out like in a finale episode. GG does actually stand for something, and there has been uh, some clues about it uh, listed throughout the episodes. So, so eventually, I'll reveal what it is, and it's something incredibly childish. <laughs> oh, um, regarding um, like the, the the thing of I was wondering if Disney Mike was in the the fictitious Ilford universe named after Michael Gates. Um, one of my favourite jokes that I contributed was that we had some flats uh, that Jimothy goes to in one episode where he's like investigating how shoes don't look like feet on a tip <laughs> from an informant called Deep Shoe. Um, and he goes to this flat, and, it, and they're called St. Michael's Flat. And it was originally <laughs> called something else, and I was just like, I don't know, maybe we should have it so that, like, Gapes is a saint in Ilford. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that. Yeah, well, like, Gapes is spiritually connected to Ilford. Like, currently in the storyline, Ilford has fallen into anarchy and cults and stuff. And it's just because uh, Gapes is on holiday and isn't in Ilford South. As soon as he heard lockdown was coming, you know, he pissed off the Bahamas or somewhere. And that's the reason for everything going bad in Ilford South, because Gapes hasn't been there. It was at his mansion in Barbados where Cliff Richard and Captain Tom and I don't know who the fuck else is in that picture, Alan Dershowitz, were all hanging out. I will say we have barely (laughs) saved Gapes from the Rebels. His palace is like one hit point left. Um, (laughs) Excellent. So he is barely clung on to the the leadership. The MP's manner. Yeah. Counter do itself. 
the radiant yeah. counter do. We've got him barreling around the dilapidated old mansion, reminiscing about former glories now. So even the <laughs> game itself is now viral marketing for the Gapecast. <laughs> I, I was, um, was going to say that um, a Gapes that is spiritually connected to Ilford features in one of the Shadowrun campaigns I'm playing with friends um, who are like not very <laughs> online, but they completely like took to the to the sort of Gapecast. Um, like Gapes extended universe of it all, and Ilford is known as the backbenchers in that universe. So, um, <laughs> so that, that is now. Uh, so, in what? the chat, I see. I saw uh, Naomi the barn owl says, "I swear, someone is vaping. It is so loud, lol." I, I <laughs> I like to, I've got a suspicion here. Yeah, I will yeah. just say I will never vape. No, will not happen. Yeah. <laughs> I've got three homeless families. That just. Oh, I don't know. That just rem- I will never vape. That reminds me of some tweet I did on my old Dan Jarvis for Justice account, uh, which was like Justice for Marine J kind of thing. I it was a weird like Dan Jarvis Marine A crossover account, but um, like there was just this tweet. I just do all these. It was like one of those Twitter cat accounts, like Bilbo the Cat or something, because I just do these tweets in like broken English, just like Nick Cohen has never been cucked, and like <laughs> Nick would be spelt as in Nick Rogue without a K, and Cohen would be spelt as in the Cohen Brothers without an H, and everything would be wrong in some way. But it would all be these sentiments, like people say that nuclear weapons are bad, but how many people die because? commas we do not bomb the islam <laughs> <God damn it. laughs> is that kind of thing Man, we, um, could, we could do social yeah. security hmm. that this is, that sounds too progressive for this island <laughs> someone's saying i love bilbo the cat i agree he's a really cute cat yeah but it, it is a yeah, nice cat just saying, it's like, just like um <laughs> When I saw the account, I was like, oh, this reminds me so much of Dan Jarvis for Justice. <laughs> right, where are the shacks? Uh, where are the remaining shacks? Uh, how rich are you? You are well off. How are you living in a fucking shack, then? You. <laughs> it's because we've not got any houses. It's like, you, you, that... you, you'll have loads of well-off people because you've been importing all the educated ones. Yeah, live in that house. <laughs> there's nowhere for them to live. Look, that's not my pro- that's more their problem than mine. I'll just, you know, uh, you know, uh, that's, you know, just just sort out. Move into one of the lovely tenements that I've constructed. I build these... That, lo- um, character... Oh. oh, sorry, I was just going to say, that character who was just last on the screen, not Mike Gates, yeah. looked like uh, Jason Isaacs in The Death of Stalin. Wait, penultimate, you know? I mean. Um, he, play? he plays Zukov, doesn't he? You recently got a shout out in uh, Bob Dylan's song uh, for paving the way for Elvis Presley. <laughs> I'm, I'm not quite sure. See, uh, I'm not quite seeing the connection there between Zukov and Elvis. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, they're both cool. I'm pretty sure, like, Bob lists him alongside these, like, Confederate generals and shit. And just, like, <laughs> they, they cleared the path for Martin Luther King and paved the way for, for Elvis Presley to sing something. I don't know. God, everyone is demanding <laughs> shit from me. God damn. Just, um... <laughs> Zukov and Elvis famously both actually alive. So that's, that's a 
Yeah. <laughs> well, it's weird because, I mean, Dylan, like, appreciates the military might of uh, the Soviet Union. But at the same time, there's this, like, bit where he's like, step right into the burning hell where some of the best known enemies of mankind dwell. Mr. Freud with his dreams. Mr. Marx with his axe. See the rawhide lash with the flip flesh from their backs. And it's like, yeah, so he's just, like, conjuring up this image of, like, Marx and Freud in uh <laughs> like in hell and it's like oh right yeah here's who the real villains uh, the the enemies of mankind are th- these goddamn jewish intellectuals <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> yeah bob Dylan just like hates all uh, modern philosophy like uh, <laughs> marx freud nietzsche <laughs> the masses of suspicion <laughs> fucking hates them okay nietzsche, maybe, maybe a so, so the person in the chat who said i will never vape and then the vape store says that they have a kebab flavor i don't like kebabs that much that's really like the kebab asmr bit is purely a bit that's for the stream because i've got the new mic it's not like I will ne- I'm not doing that job again. I'm telling you now. Um, <laughs> fuck that. Okay, so I'm torn here between forced marriage and open marriage, to be honest, because forced marriage just sounds hilarious, like CK2. Like, as soon as you come of age, you must get married. That's basically what that law is. But I don't want to do that, I guess. Open marriage, fine. Do open marriage. If you do uh, forced marriage and LGBT rights, do we get, like, a choice? Or if you've just got, like, too many men, do they get paired up? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. It's it's the uh, it's the thing that, um... It's the thing that, like, the conservative right in America were terrified of, which is that, like, if uh, same-sex marriage passed, they thought they were all going to get forced to get married to guys. Because they're like, well, if I had a choice, <laughs> I'd marry a guy. And I'm like, that sounds like a you thing more than an anyone else thing, to be honest with you. <laughs> like... Oh yeah, it was. <laughs> they even went further. It's like, what's to stop a man marrying his son? Well, was, was that like, not Norman Tebbit? <laughs> Norman Tebbit <laughs> said that. Kept Norman Tebbit and, uh, that and Jeremy yeah. Irons as well, I think. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's it's just like, like well, it's probably the same thing that stops a mother marrying his son or a daughter marrying a <laughs> <her> father. <laughs> yeah, like what's yeah, what's going to stop the father marrying the son? Well, a lot of things, I'd hope. Because mostly that this isn't life isn't generated by the algorithm on Pornhub. It's not what anyone wants. So, like, yeah, like <laughs> no one is asking for this. Stop, stop acting like. Other than <laughs> you, specifically Norman Tebbit, you yeah, mad old cunt. Apparently. Ah, <laughs> oh, the soundtrack is so good. In this game. Make some kind of gonna make some kind of Ian Austin joke. Fidel Gapes is everyone's husband, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I, I love the, the stream companions I get made for this stream because they're all so ridiculous. <laughs> um, I was gonna say, like, I almost just like made a kind of crappy half-assed Ian Austin joke there, as he's just become like a byword for like cheap jokes about sexual perversion <laughs> it's just bad. i'm not saying he's done anything to merit that i'm not making any kind of allegations he simply has you go on twitter there's a lot of tweets to that effect i'm just telling yeah, that how I it have, is many people are I mean, saying this you know that's there's also a yeah. lot of tweets saying that they, they're, they're happy to clarify for legal purposes that they don't think he's done anything so you know you can find a lot of those tweets as well yeah so <laughs> there's a tweet for whatever you want really 
<laughs> Good evening, yeah, Red Tin. Proper marketplace of ideas working as intended. Yeah, Red Tin, the artist behind Fidel Gapes. I don't know what what have I called what have I called this stream companion? Hold on. I called it Presidente Milk. There you go. Um that's what I called. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I'm supposed to be increasing housing. Um, FFF, you've played this game. How do I increase housing happiness other than like forcing people to live in houses? You just have to make a, more houses maybe. and like have them where people are working. Tap their phone. <laughs> we'll Tap their phones is probably the Follow them home from work. I'm probably going to rig the next election, to be honest. Just like... <laughs> yeah, I think you might have yeah. to. Yeah, do it. I'm going to rig the next election. It's fine. We're only going to do what? it once. We're doing it once only. All right. There's As the... I understand it, the, the way to improve housing happiness is to... Have houses. Come up, <laughs> no, come up with massive kickbacks for Labour councillors. That tends to be a, a traditional <laughs> way of uh, improving housing happiness. Ah, you motherfucker, you won't. Okay, here you go. Here, That's where your house is going to be. Enjoy living yeah, you don't need house. to build um, houses next to roads. Yeah, see, that's some buildings you do. So, yeah. be so best to put uh, like things like houses and hospitals and stuff that don't need a road connection uh, away from the roads. You want that precious road we <laughs> road uh, real estate for things like farms and producing stuff. Yeah, so I'm too used to playing like city. Not really. I think we could like build some very affordable properties there, though. Uh, I just, mean, these people are lucky. They're like... going to be living next to this uh, indigenous ruin of some kind. Um, <laughs> that's just hanging out. Yeah, well, side definitely got to knock that down and build some new properties for. Replace uh, it with student traffic. flats with the exact same theming as the relic would just yeah. demolish to make room for them. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe <laughs> the, the in one is, of the buildings. And I all. can't believe the local Labour Party is governing this island. So. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we're 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 bringing in the best property developer we know, and it's like just Eddie Marson, like <laughs> Corbyn, fuck you, the 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 bloody hard left. Say this thing to me that is definitely not what I think about Jewish people. He had like a proper <laughs> meltdown. Corbyn though, and he? Piers Corbyn, who are the same. Oh my like, god! Like, oh yeah, the, the Corbyn brothers. If you've got a brother, obviously you have. The exact same uh, thoughts like, and feelings as him. It's like the craze. They're basically just one unit, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The craze <laughs> step much more violent and intimidating. Yeah, and yeah, slightly more bigoted as well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, I was yeah, uh, looking up my uh, older Eddie Marsden tweets <laughs> today just to see which <laughs> lunatics were there oh, condemning man. me. And I saw the... Uh, David Bowie's son was saying I should be sued, and Lorraine <laughs> Kelly was saying it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> like, Kelly, the, by the, the best of British light entertainment, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> fucking added me yesterday when I tweeted about the Eddie Marson's insane taxi driver thread, um, as in, by which I mean he's mm. turning into Travis Bickle. Like, somebody um, added me, like, if you were to post a bunch of made-up stuff on Twitter about Eddie Marson that portrayed him in a bad light. <laughs> I bet that you would be getting a letter from a lawyer within days. I was like, yeah, you'd think. Yeah, you'd think so, yeah, but... I, I, <laughs> I, I think Eddie Marson might have tried to find my address and couldn't and gave up. <laughs> it was the same when like, Mike Gates tried to have me kicked out of Labour, but, <laughs> but couldn't find my real name. This, this, <laughs> my, this I so have seen your sick, abusive message! 
Mr. Miller, I will find you. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, I think I was like the, the origin of Gatecast. It was yeah. like, okay, after that, I'm just dedicating my life to making, <laughs> to bullying this old man now. He's so, it's just, what? He, he's so easily rattled. Can I, I just find say, it really funny that you've, you've annoyed... Pirate Garb looks good. Um... Sorry, Geraint, what were you saying? Yeah, Something about I, I was going to say, it's really funny you've annoyed Lorraine Kelly, because just <laughs> the sort of thing it generally annoys her, the sort of level of debate we're talking about here. You know when um, the whole thing with, with Joseph Fritzl came to light and was like the international <laughs> yeah. story? Because well. he's one of the most abusive, like... <laughs> fathers of all time right okay so it was headlines everywhere lorraine kelly had like i think it was in the sun it was one of the tabloids she had like a a weekly column in the sun that was just like her daft thoughts about any old shit basically and she wrote about that and she was like it's disgraceful what's happening here and you're like right okay yeah agree uh you know they've got to look at austria now because you've had first hitler and now him Was, her solution to this was we we need to send people send like police and that round to every house in Austria to make sure there's no more of this going on. <laughs> it is time to invade Austria and ensure a peaceful transition to democracy. Well, yeah, I mean, like Austria produced Hitler, Joseph Fritzl, and the father of Mike Gapes, also known as the tragedy <laughs> yeah. of Austria. Hey, Matt, there's definitely something going British- on there. If we send in British troops, we are going to end the worst qualities of uh, Adolf Hitler and Joseph Fritzl, racism and paedophilia. Those things, the British army come in, they are no more. Yeah, that's right. British army famously unrelated (laughs) to those concepts. Yeah, I think Austria became a big thing in Gapecast, um, just because the first episode I wrote uh, had Mike Gapes uh, doing a Viennese waltz. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and that was it. And that was literally it. And from then we just yeah. kept making more and more Austria references. Well, yeah, I started to uh, work lots of music from Stanley Kubrick's Eyes Wide Shut. Uh, and the uh, theme from The Third oh. Man, which is now in <laughs> pretty much every episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, the third man is set in uh, Vienna <laughs> after the Second World War, and it features that famous opening line, I never knew of your Vienna. It's easy char- Strauss music and easy charm. Constantinople suited me better. And uh, that was, like, the first film we did on my film studies course at uni, uh, The Third Man. Uh, but also I worked in a lot of stuff called From Eyes Wide Shut, because you may be thinking, well, Eyes Wide Shut is uh, set in a weird, uncanny valley version of New York that Stanley Kubrick built in London. Um, But it's based on um, Traum Novelle, which is a novella by uh, a guy called uh, Joseph Schnitzler. Not not, not Joseph (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to (laughs) ask... Uh, no, sorry, Arthur Schnitzler. That's it. I was getting <laughs> oh, my my, oh, my Germanic sounding names confused. Uh, but Schnitzler was a, um, a a Jewish, I think, sort of left wing writer who was uh, one of uh, the sort of you know the 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 kind of uh, emblematic of the kind of vibrant uh, intellectual life of pre-Nazi Austria, which also produced 
leading figures such as Freud, who, as Bob Dylan told us, is uh, now burning <laughs> in hell alongside that other uh, disputatious cultural Marxist. Marx. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in I think uh, I've got um, got some of the old uh, Gatecast scripts up, and it was a third episode t- <laughs> titled "Tales of the Old Vienna." And the first yeah, line yeah, was yeah. Uh, from the third line. It was like, "Oh, Vienna, with its Strauss music, its glamour, and easy charm." Some people say Constantinople is better, but they can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which yeah, is okay. o- only a joke that makes yeah. sense if you know the third man. <laughs> yeah, but Gapes does not uh, long for pre uh, pre Second World War Vienna. He longs for. Um, I'm, I'm sure he enjoys the debauchery of it. Well, we know he did. Yeah. <laughs> the tale of how he lost his virginity. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, well, we've got like we we've sort of worked in like get into the Gapes mythology a lot of uh, real life history. Um, it's sort of suggested that he's changed his name at various points, and that Mike Gapes was uh, something that he settled on at some point. Um, in in a you know in a previous yeah, but that, that's, it, that's his latest one. That was the uh, portrait yeah. gallery with all the other Gapes through history, where it's strongly suggested that they were all him. And like, every every time, like uh, people had enough of his shit and kill him, he just <laughs> disappears for a bit and <laughs> reappears. He's like, oh, uh, he just says, uh, "Yes, uh, I, I pretended to be that guy's son." Seen, um, did did my Gapes ever run into John Rentoul? Um Oh yes. Oh yeah. Oh Rent- yeah. But they have a long history. Rental is a kind of recurring villain of Gapecast. He shows up to just kind of fuck things up for Gapes. Yeah, Gapes. he's like the only person who's on par with Gapes in terms of supernatural powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he it, like he attacks the Gape Fest in the final episode and kills a bunch of people, drinks their blood, and turns them into vampires. I guess. He, yeah, uh, there was the at least end gangster episode where Gapes was framing Rental for the yeah. killings. Yeah, yeah, Gapes like uh like so we had like the four leaders of the London underworld. Uh there was Eddie Marson, topical, uh played <laughs> oh, wow. by myself. Tony Robinson, played by FFF. <laughs> Uh, badly. <laughs> yeah, Francis Barber played amazingly by FFF. He was just like Jin! Yeah, just like, I want gin! Yeah. <laughs> and uh, J.K. Rowling, who only speaks through a boy dressed as Harry Potter. Yeah, she just whispers to a young child that she's, like, kidnapped uh, <laughs> or something. Uh, but anyway, um, they'd all had, like, thousands of their men, like, cumulatively uh, killed with... Um, you know, in what looked very much like a rental attack, you know, two sharp incisions to the neck, draining the blood out of them. Uh, but actually, Gapes has just been going around killing thousands of uh, of East End gangsters with uh, uh, a pair of, uh, well, with, with a giant... St- yeah, with a pair of stilettos, I think yeah. it was. Well, not stilettos for shoes. Uh, not, this isn't Raphael Bear kind of shit. It's stilettos ask, yeah. of the kind that um, Donald Sutherland uses to kill his victims <laughs> as the, uh, the, the, the Nazi spy in uh, the film The Eye of the Needle. 
Yeah, yeah, and it was like um, it turned out it was uh, like all the plots by Gapes to get the leaders of the uh, <laughs> of the London underworld in one place so we could have them all killed at once and take yeah, over yeah. the entire of London. Yeah, of London. Yeah. Although he, I don't know, he like he doesn't kill them all when they're like all in a meeting place. He like waits till they all go home and then has gorgeous Georgie kill them in various ways. <laughs> <laughs> um, people are just I quite suggesting. Like the bit. Gate, like Gapes, Gapecast episodes in the chat. Like, have you considered a 2001 a Gapes Odyssey type tale? <laughs> Which I just. Oh, God. <laughs> that, that really could work. Yeah. Gapes touching a giant we, milk we, bottle. <laughs> well, we have incorporated some science fiction elements. For example, there was the quite short episode, The Boys from Brazilford, which was. <laughs> um, uh, you know, obviously, The Boys from Brazil uh, is a Nazi conspiracy film from the 70s where, um, like, the, na- the escaped Nazis in South America have been, like, cloning uh, an army of little Hitlers, essentially. Yeah, it's the uh, thing in Nazi with Krieger, right? That's what the gimmick is with Krieger, who's meant to be a clone of Hitler in the, in the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, we have it so that there's, like, Gapes has been cloning various people, but as well as cloning people, I don't know. I swear, there's a plot line where he's been like abducting people and then giving them plastic surgery and stuff. Oh yeah, that was in a hotel capital, and that's because like the gate clones were deteriorating. <laughs> so in a ho- his hotel capital, it's first mentioned that Gapes has clones, and then the next episode is from the viewpoint of one of the Gapes clones, uh, as yeah. Richard Miller's like trying to train him to be Gapes. And it's all just because Gapes doesn't want to do public appointments, so he's going to have his clones go there instead. So he's got yeah. this incredibly horrific experiment going on, where the, uh, <laughs> the clones are like deteriorating and they can't remember things. And at the end, Gapes like reaches into their chest and pulls out a spider and eats it. I'm sorry, it's just, like, I'm really, sorry. really just... horrific, and it's like so, for such a petty reason. It's just he doesn't want to do coffee mornings, so I'm he's going to have a clone do it. I'm sorry, that and this concept is just killed me gapes in the giant peach (laughs) (laughs) also the gapes crusader i mean that's just rehashing the crepe crusader idea from yesterday's stream so i mean well in in terms of like the gapes the sort of parodies of existing properties that we've done already uh gape in fright was probably the the big one um, which is obviously a parody of the uh, Australian film Wake in Fright. Bet one of best yeah, movies. yeah, that was just because me and Jack are big fans of it, and not many other people have seen it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it was really cool. Like that's why in that Patreon episode with FFF that we just unlocked for our SoundCloud, we're talking about like kangaroo hunting and shit because there's a scene where like loads of kangaroos are really horribly IRL killed in. <laughs> <laughs> in Wake and Fright, uh, and so we had obviously a, a, a kind of cow hunt in uh, Wake and Fright, and obviously, so obviously, uh, you know, beer simultaneously uh, is a big part of Wake and Fright. Um, it beer is almost the villain. It has these kind of supernatural properties that drives everyone mad. You can imagine what we use as our substitute for beer, <laughs> and you have the fill in the gap there. Um, yeah, but someone I, play I, the drop. I... Play the milk drop. Someone. Um. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to quickly go for a piss because I'm about pound and a half down now. I'll be back in a sec. <laughs> or, or I could just take headphones with me and you can hear me. It, it's up to you. 
leave the headphones it's fine um (laughs) we only drink milk on this podcast yeah nothing else um yeah we don't allow anyone to drink non-milk uh properties (laughs) non-dairy beverages yeah if it's anything other than raw milk we also look down on you as well yeah yeah exactly it's got to have like it's got to be blue Mm. <laughs> to signify our support for our brave boys protecting our streets. Yeah, both the police and the Conservative Party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, simultaneously. <laughs> the lads. Okay, the chat is just trolling me now with like bounty brand milk. Um, I hate bounties. I refuse to eat bounties. You can't. It will I never like, happen. Um, I like the Gapes Hill mob. That was a good one. Yeah, could be. That could sort of cover, like you know, the organised crime scene. Yeah, the, the Gapes train robbery. I feel like, mm, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm just getting, just refilling my milky tea. Yeah. <laughs> the world according to Gapes. <laughs> What's he in Gilbert Gapes? Gapes and rap oh, okay. is already like a thing. To be fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Gapes of uh, sorry, the Wrath of Gates Wrath. is one of our videos. Yeah, I was, but yeah. <laughs> um, See, I assumed you'd got the reference right, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, I'm back. Juliet suggests, uh, yeah, Juliet suggests the Gapes dictator. Which is... Well, I will say it, it's a good one, but we've done several. Every episode is a Gapes dictator, and also like Gapes dictator is any game I play where I play play as Mike Gapes, basically because every game I play I'm some sort of autocrat of some variety. (laughs) Again, I think all the supernatural elements do very much bring to mind Roman Polanski's film The Ninth Gate, starring Johnny Depp. Two unproblematic (laughs) figures of whom I'm a big fan. Yeah, and like you've got two problematic figures, and it's still not a good movie. It's like such a waste. Yeah, I think it's okay. It's it, it's uh it's lesser late period Polanski because he was on a bit of a uh, a good run at that point. Make, Polanski making some good films in the nineties, you saying. Um, and and obviously the Ghost Writer was uh, his his last hurrah. Really, I haven't. I don't. No, I've I watched his one after that, Carnage, but. But I haven't really enjoyed a Polanski film that much uh, since Blair got cucked by the CIA in that Robert Harris adaptation I classic. Guess, I guess what I'm going to do is export some milk to the EU. Um, I think. Yeah. <laughs> just, just seems fair. <laughs> yes, and participation. Good observation that I just hovered over the milk trade route for a while. <laughs> Also, um, also to my partner who said that bounties are good, uh, the person in the room, I'm sorry, I'm supposed to call her when she's in the room with me, no, you are incorrect, bounties are bad. No, she's telling me I'm wrong. Okay, well, there you go. I'll let the chat Can decide. we just crash the economy by, like, putting all our sort of resources into milk? I mean, we could <laughs> certainly do try that. And, <laughs> we try to go as hard on the milk thing as possible, the, like, just make that our main thing. The thing is, the milk comes from sheep in Tropico 6, which is very confusing, because I spent oh, ages... Oh, no, you, you, you can get it from cows as well. Cattle, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can definitely get it from cows. 
<laughs> yeah, you definitely can't get it from cows. Yeah, it is I, I do know that milk cow. does come from cows, everyone. I'm not, I'm not, I've not had a, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you're appraised of that fact. I've, I've, I've had, I've had a bit of a difficult day in the editing room, but like, I'm still here. <laughs> like, my, you know. <laughs> This is not just an entertaining stream, it's also an educational one. That's right. It's certainly not an entertaining stream. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually yeah. neither of those things. So, uh, <laughs> we can claim one, we can claim them both. <laughs> so, to the 50 people here, this is definitely an entertaining stream, you should come back. Um, just... <laughs> yeah, it, yeah no, no, it is, it is. Um, it's, it's, it's been really excellent. I was going to say the other uh, major parody that we've done on the Gate Cat, because I'm going to keep forcing in the self promotion <laughs> here, I'm sorry, um, right, is uh, f- f- Gear and Gaping in Las Vegas, I believe we called it, which you can imagine what that's about. But it was inspired by when professional cunt James Bloodworth was like, you guys said that I was cosplaying as a poor person when I wrote my shitty book about Amazon-type casual labor exploitation while simultaneously opposing any kind of government that might do something about it because I'm fucking get turned on by war. Like, uh, people were like, you're a cunt. And he was like, oh, well, when you, when you say that, what you don't know is that I made a bunch of money off that book and I had a really good <laughs> holiday, like a month or something in Las it was Vegas. A, it was three months. It was three <laughs> months. That's the thing. In Las Vegas. So stick it up your ass. I bet he wrote some of his best work for Unheard over there. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, it was really um, just a, a really funny moment from the uh, fire in your belly, man. All right, so, we're going to have to turn this like horrible approval rating around for Gates. So I'm gonna have to deliver uh, an amazing yeah. speech, everyone. Fingers crossed. Two of, two of real life. Well. <laughs> Can only end well. Yeah. Oh, I've just seen a, lo, lo, I've just seen a Lord Tamp, uh, Tempai say R.I.P. Hashmikov and uh, Zangief, <laughs> which became recurring <laughs> figures in um, Gapecast, and they were named after a uh, Russian tag team, <laughs> a wrestler tag team in the early '90s, because like there's the big uh, parodies we do, and then there's so many references in every gate cast that make sense to about two people one of them being me yeah. <laughs> um well that, that, that one was that hashmikov and sangiev were part of gear and gaping in las vegas because like they get they lose all their money somehow like um we, we, oh, no, it wasn't exactly, they were like they were just they were just like in a Russian steam room with Mike Gates, and it was all bit <laughs> of Eastern Promises where Gates no, I, I, assumes their spies. I think we should keep we should give people the context, which is that so inspired by the Bloodworth thing, we decided that Gates from the pamphlet from sorry from the profits from his infamous Fabian Society pamphlet um, <laughs> that I purchased from John Rental off the internet, famously, um, Gates. Um, G- Gapes went out to Vegas, um, and yeah. So while he's out there, uh, they you know they lose all their money gambling and shit, and then yeah, they end up in this Russian bath, and Gapes sees these. Uh, well, he hears these two Russians talking, uh, and to be fair, the Russians. I think so. I did the voices of the Russians, and like they're yeah, they're but, both- but but you're you're hearing them as Gapes hears them, not yeah. what they're actually saying. <laughs> So all Gapes hears him saying is like, so we plant the bomb on the Brexit in 10 minutes, you know, and, and it's like, Mr. 
famous mill has given us orders. Um, and so Gapes uh, pulls out his shank that he has, um, I guess, hidden under his towel, uh, God knows where, and uh, brutally murders these two Russians. And I'm very, very pleased with how I like used the actual sound of the scene in Eastern Promises where Viggo Mortensen has the knife fight in the Russian baths. Um, G- Gapes would dispute that it's a Russian bath, by the way. He would say it's oh. not a Russian bath, it's a Gapes bath. <laughs> I, I've just realised I was going to blame the EU during my election speech, but I actually can't do that if I'm role-playing Gapes. I have to blame Russia. <laughs> 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 I'm just completely fu- so we're going we're gonna to get the religious people to sort of ignore the fact that they're extremely unhappy because I banned religion, uh, which mm. is a bit of a problem, admittedly, for them. I'm going to praise environmentalists and blame Russia. I feel like that is... <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you really want to be Labour as well, don't promise any improvements. No, I literally can't because yeah. I fucked up improving the housing. So I literally cannot promise improvements. Because people are like, well, you promised it before, and now look, we we all live in houses, but they weren't good enough, apparently. Um, I see Voice Britannia is asking who wrote this, uh, Gape, this Gapes in Vegas story. I mean, that was one of, like... Probably the more collaborative ones in terms of writing. Yeah, that was that was when I was uh, st- <laughs> that was when I was uh, still furloughed, and it was a case of like I would um, wake up and write, and then Gapes, uh, Jack, <laughs> Gapes, <laughs> Jack would uh, w- wake up later and like um, edit and add and subtract and stuff. So that one was a collaborative one. I think that one we wrote in a week, but it was a case of we were both writing it every day. Yeah, and it took, and then it took us a lot longer to record, I think. But like, and 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 edit, obviously, because there were a shitload of sound effects and music in that. But like, um, yeah, that that one, that one, I I remember. Like, we came up with basically the story together, and like, because us- usually what happens is we talk about the ideas, and then you write the actual script, and I change anything that I I don't like. Well, I do like my. <laughs> oh, that is too offensive. <laughs> Jack has to take out a lot of stuff that I put in. I put in like a lot of incredibly offensive stuff that I know Jack will cut. Just so the less offensive stuff doesn't seem as bad in comparison. Like, if it was just there on its own, Jack would cut it. So I need yeah, to add well, context I... by saying I could be a lot worse. I want the show to be only mildly more offensive than Million Dollar Extreme. Um, <laughs> oh God, the, the line <laughs> criticizing the Russians. Good Lord. Um... <laughs> your president does not ignore your fa- what is the what what's this about russia yeah uh the russians cheat and lie and steal and die. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, the russians are literally eddie guerrero oh you know the russians they lie they cheat they steal i, I, I like they, a they vote for presidente is a vote for me which is um who am i running against can i get them assassinated um no, uh, <laughs> it would be so much simpler if I could just assassinate this person who's running against me, who's from France, the damn French, trying to become president. It's outrageous that they want to do that. Yeah. Mm. No, yeah, you, you're basically role-playing Haiti now. Yeah. <laughs> um, what other gate casts have we done, Jimothy? We've <laughs> we've done um. <laughs> Oh, hotel, hotel capital. <laughs> hotel capital was uh, from Barton Fink and the hotel yeah. scene because we had Kate yeah. <laughs> running about saying, "I'll show you the life of a mind," and like that was just <laughs> our premise. And then we decided to do an entire episode based on that one scene. 
I'll show you the life of the milk. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. yeah, I rewatched Barton Fink for that. Such an excellent film. I saw someone say like they can't think of like a an explanation for it that isn't fascist. <laughs> and I don't know if, that's <laughs> that part, but if it is a fascist work of art, it's a very good one. Eastwoodian, if you will. Yeah, um, we, we had a lot of Barton Fink references about. We had a Mike, not Mike Gibbs, <laughs> Richard Miller being thrown out of a dance after saying how important he was as a journalist. Like yeah, when yeah. Barton Fink gets thrown, he gets beaten up for <laughs> saying how important he is as a writer. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh and, yeah. it, and it ends with a I think Jimothy on a beach uh, with a box. But the box turned out to have uh, Mike Gapes' shoes in, which was a, a long uh, reference back to how Richard Miller was fired after losing Mike Gapes' shoes. <laughs> yeah, well, if you're to believe the fucking <laughs> I just remembered the Richard Miller, like, election nonsense. That <laughs> 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 yeah, well, uh, ruined that election. Just like, we all did, like. Uh, Lord uh, Tempai uploaded the actual uh, Daily Mail video onto YouTube. <laughs> Mike Gibbs is asked about Richard Miller. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> if you've not seen it, you have to go and watch it after Lord, this stream because Lord, Lord it's Tempai, one of the you, funniest things. Can you DM me that video so I can have it in my YouTube zone next week so I can just show everyone what that is? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we, we totally jacked the audio from that for our uh, episode where we had a double bill of Mike Gates himself and Jimothy in his yeah. debut appearance uh, in audio form. Oh yeah, I, I think I've actually got the notes I made for that original um, appearance, which I don't think I've ever shared with Jack. I'll see if I can uh, find oh. them and uh, send them over uh, so you can oh, have a read of it later. That would be great. Uh, Behind the magic. Because you were already <laughs> spinning the mythology back in uh, in the Gate Goons episode, as, as we called it, I, introducing the, the Gate Goon concept. <laughs> Yeah, I think there were a few uh, concepts we introduced in that. Uh, we had the Milkman as well, which is the demonic entity that uh, possesses <laughs> Mike Gapes. Yeah, and, and the, his benevolent alternative, the Gay Frog. <laughs> yeah, Freddy the Gay Frog. <laughs> um, um, yeah, we had a lot about with Richard Miller in that, and I think that was like the first time Richard Miller was uh, properly referred to as a data journalist, and he had his uh, data centre set up in a church. Yeah. <laughs> that was what we what, wasn't that where we got the idea of the um the, the counter do gapes's mansion from uh the line about that being a weird personal uh Xanadu. oh no that was a and that was a tweet i think where sam tarry said he was handing handing the mp's mansion over to mike gapes because the taxpayer <laughs> shouldn't pay for this weird personal xanadu he has <laughs> Uh, uh, I remember when when you came on the show for that, like struggling uh, me struggling to understand the difference between the Gape Goons and the GG Gang. Like you were trying to explain <laughs> it, and I couldn't remember the name of the Gape Goons. I was like, so there's the Gape Goons, the Gape Gang, and the <laughs> no, there's the, the, the GG Gang who were the criminals, and there's the Gape Goons who were gapes's personal helpers and they're two completely different organizations yeah legally, legally distinct for reasons like, um yeah I, lo I always love like making a tweet like as, uh, as far as we know he is affiliated neither with the, the gape goons nor the unaffiliated criminal gang uh the gg gang <laughs> oh man i'm gonna have to rig this election big time um <laughs> 
Yeah, oh yeah, I, I did have the idea if, like, if Mike Gates ever runs for election again, and I hope he does. But like me and uh, Jack and Vine, we just um, uh, go to Ilford South and like shack yes. up in a hotel room, and we just call ourselves the Gape Goons and unofficially <laughs> campaign for Mike Gapes. Like customer jumpers, because I was uh, picture like the gate goons, like uh, the goons from the old Batman show in the sixties, where they've just got big yeah. black jumpers on that say "GG" on the fronts. It's <laughs> <laughs> just me and Jack and uh, like like going around Ilford South, like <laughs> trying to get people to vote for Mike Capes in the worst possible way. Until <laughs> <laughs> he has to like publicly distance himself from us. He's like these people are not officially affiliated with my campaign. <laughs> Well, I reckon we can probably we can probably recruit like that bucket of teeth guy that actually campaigned for Mike Gapes last time. <laughs> uh, I can't remember his name, but he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I can. I can remember his name because my brain is broken. But um, <laughs> Martin, some, Ma- Martin Francis or something. Yeah, is that yeah. The front of the fucking forehead, like where we we fucking yeah. He, he, he looks like a, like a really shit darts player. Comparing Jeremy Corbyn and Liz Kendall's respective Labour leadership vote shares like on his fucking forehead. <laughs> <laughs> just Corbyn yeah. just soaring up his fucking towering fucking bonds. Oh, that's a that's a Brendan meme waiting to happen. <laughs> um, just different sized Brendans <laughs> representing. The well, this is why, like, people like Brendan O'Neill are just establishment stooges, because, like, people with actual contrarian instincts, like, you, re- people who are really, like, nah, everyone agrees that thing, so it must be wrong, would obviously fucking support Corbyn, because, like, every cunt hates him. So, like, be, be, like, sorry, like, Brendan, having the same opinion on Corbyn and the left, as like some, uh, you know, Marina Hyde does not make you a bold, uh, an intelligent thinker. Like you know, but, but you know, I don't need to point out the contradictions in these cunts' worldview. Everyone knows these, you know, are just grifters. <coughs> okay, yeah, I've got like all the uh, gatecast scripts up. I'm just looking at the um, ones. There was uh, the first gatecast, which was uh, just done by Jack. Yeah. The, uh, the only uh, solo venture so far, I think. Although there are a few where only I appear, but all the others have had that. Yeah, because like some of the earlier ones, they were just the monologues that Capes would yeah. do. I think, yeah, I think yeah, our, yeah. our best episode was Gapefest. That one was a lot of fun to write oh, and yeah. record. Well, and I think that one just came about because we, we were joking about uh, Gapes tries to do a music festival called Gape Fest, but the name's uh, been copyrighted by a porn company. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I swear we got it from somewhere. Like, hang on, Gape Fest or something. Was there actually like, no, oh no, this is just porn. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I, I googled Gape <laughs> I can't remember what I saw, but it was it was it was literally just some fucking hilarious thing. Like, uh, it, I don't know which band it was. Probably like it's Yola Tango live, but Gape twenty nineteen or something. <laughs> like, whatever it was, it just made me think. This sounds like a Mike Gapes music festival, um, and that kind of triggered just we were shooting ideas back and forth i was quite interested in jimmy buffett at the time uh which to mm. some extent i remain 
Uh, and we, so we, we were like, obviously, Buffett is going to be the headliner. <laughs> <laughs> so I've just had to allow the term cunt in the chat. So, yeah, you're welcome, everyone. Thanks. Oh. For, yeah. Was uh, that not allowed for? I don't know. I keep having to re-allow it because Automod's like, hmm, are you sure you <laughs> wanted this word that you say all the time on your stream to be allowed? I'm like, yes, I would quite like that. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no, I called someone a professional cunt earlier, and you know the stream didn't yeah, go down. Yeah, I'd right. used it as well, and I was like, <laughs> no, yeah, it's fine. Like, it's apparently yeah. it's fine for us to say it, but like the chat can't say it. That I like that. Was... It respects our sort of superior status within the hierarchy. There. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh yeah, I've, I've got a script up and I've got like the, the list of names that were trying to come up for uh, the festival, which were all um, copyrighted by a porn company, <laughs> which yeah. was my favourite writing it. So it was originally called a uh, Gape Fest. There was a uh, Gape for Glory, Gaping with Mike, uh, Team Gape, uh, Good Times Gaping, Gape Stravaganza, Mike Gapes. <laughs> <laughs> Gape your long bleeps out section, then more bleeping and shit on my chest. Uh, the Ilford South Music, <laughs> the Ilford South Music Festival, and Gate for Glory too. <laughs> and then it's like, <laughs> due to a technicality, anal gape sorts four had not been copyrighted, and during the planning stages, this is how a festival was referred to. <laughs> and then Gates cuts the deal with the, in his word, purveyors of the pornographic arts. Where he does uh, vo the voice of, he does the audio descriptive commentary for their pornographic films. Uh, and so <laughs> yeah, because, like, because that's a real thing and it's always funny to me. <laughs> so, like, yeah. A clip of just like, I put like some sex noises over a generic house beat and just had gapes. Like, he puts his large penis into her tight vagina. <laughs> <laughs> This, I have to say that this is this is uh this is a different kind of stream. <laughs> um, yeah, we might we might do a little bit of the rigging, L subtly pre-adjust the ballots Erdogan style, you know, subtle pre-adjustment. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the Gatecast like, had like some. Of, uh, the Gatefest episode had some of our most offensive material in it. Uh, oh, there was yeah. a bit with uh, Eric, the whole bit with Eric Clapton. Oh, yeah, that was because I've always thought that um, "Tears in Heaven" was a, a, a shitty song. There's like that song that uh, Phoebe Bridges did, where she's like, "It sucks that Clapton's son di like died or like." or something but he's a cunt like i can't remember what the exact lyric is but i was just kind of like well i mean like look tears in heaven like exemplifies why clapton is fucking awful like that's not one of his better songs you know <laughs> like anything he did in like the 60s up until his smack habit and cuckness by george harrison got too extreme um that's like actually pretty good stuff but then you get like yeah, Tears in Heaven, it's just, like, he got in this, like, guy who wrote, like, fucking chart-topping hits to, like, to, in Gapes' words, milk his suffering, and it's just a shitty maudlin song. Um, I'm sure his sentiment was real, but I don't think it's from my heart. Um, yeah, we had a bit where uh, 
gapes for the song in the air tonight was by Eric Clapton and about his dead son. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it was like the line. That, um, that, that Phoebe Bridges does say that she hates that song. But what I was thinking of was where, like in the lyric, I mean, but she did do an interview where she was like, oh, I actually think that's one of his better songs. And I was like, no, no, you were right the first time. <laughs> it fucking sucks. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, we had, so what was the whole, whole thing? Gates just kept making insensitive comments about Clapton's son. Oh, yeah, like, it was the line, uh, yeah, eventually, uh, Clubs and Ghosts just drop it, and Gates is like, fine, fine, I'll drop it as quickly as a baby drops out a window. <laughs> yeah, did I cut that one? I, I'm not sure, because, like, normally you would cut it, but also you don't like Clapton, so I think you might have kept it in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, look, that, that was a scene where I didn't want to cut the scene, I had to cut parts of it because it was very extreme. Um, but there was no way I could make the scene not offensive. So I, yeah. I simply had to to establish to what degree uh, we could we, we could uh, do that scene, you know, without cheapening <laughs> it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got the uh, uncut script in front of me. <laughs> and like, my favourite bit was like when he's uh, talking about him, <laughs> how he thinks In the Air Tonight was about it. And Gibbs is like, yes, if a man threw my infant son out the window and then appeared at one of my concerts, that's just what I'd sing at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I I think I cut that bit, but I'm not entirely sure why that was the bit, but I was like, is, is too far. Um just in retrospect, you know, who knows how we make these decisions. Can I take go and take a piss now? Yeah, Is that all right? Yeah. You, you have my permission, <laughs> yeah. apparently, that is, that is needed on this stream. Please, miss, can I go to the toilet? Getting a bit too far into the sort of authoritarian dictator character now, really. Yeah, like, I mean... Actually revoking <laughs> toilet privileges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, they're going after Gapes' palace again. Oh god. Leave the palace alone. He's not he's not hurting anyone. <laughs> is is this the moment? Is this the moment Gapes gets finished off? Well that was phrased terribly. Um fucking said it like that. Whoops. Um <laughs> <laughs> Hate to see oh, I'm still uh, thinking about like it's like the pre-gape cast story about how it all came about, and it was originally when I was still FFF before that uh, persona was permanently banned from Twitter, and I was emailing Mike Gapes uh, pictures of Fickless and stuff, and I, I was e emailing him uh, pictures of my labour card, but I'd edited my name to say Dick Miller the condom filler. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is where Richard Miller originally came from. Because when FFF was permanently banned, I just made a new account and I was like, okay, like all these blue ticks say, oh, you don't put your real name, your real face on it. So I made a new account called Richard Miller and put a real looking face on it. And I was like, okay, <laughs> wow. now, now they have to interact yeah, it was with me. It the face of a real person. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was face of a real person, but it. Yeah, eventually it turned out like the rest of him was completely nude in that photo, which we eventually used when Richard Miller went missing and made the missing posters for him. So, so that was a long-term joke. That took years to come to fruition. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. But it was nice of Michael Crick when, when he reported on your disgraceful... Uh, oh, yeah, he blurred it out. blurred that photo out to protect your privacy. 
<laughs> so, yeah, there was a moment in the election. I didn't. T- I've not told this story before, so I'm going to tell this story now. There was a moment during the election. Uh, so I campaigned in the marginal nearest me, which was uh, Brockstoke. And uh, Jeremy Corbyn was supposed to come visit, but he ended up not visiting because there was a shit ton of heavy rain and all of the roads were flooded because it's north of Watford and therefore all of the infrastructure is terrible. But, um... And uh, M- uh, Michael Crick was going to come to the thing. And I was like, should we should we tell him we have information about Richard Miller? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, but it was like, when Matt Gates was he, he was like, well, he, if indeed it is a he, because you can never tell on the internet. <laughs> and I was like, so Matt Gates trying to be woke whilst talking about the person who was pretending to be his campaign manager. So, like, wait, what did he say? Oh, uh, we were talking about um, the Richard Miller uh, male thing, <laughs> and uh, my game's going, well, this person, uh, this uh, he, if indeed it is a he who's behind this Richard Miller account. No, I've had <laughs> but, but yeah, but yeah, we were gonna... Uh, am, am I back with you? Hmm? Uh, I've had some kind of internet failure. Oh no, you're back. We can hear you now anyway, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was gonna say, like, a lot oh. of the people I was with during that election were fans of uh, real politic, um, and so they knew exactly what the thing was when I said, "Should we, should we um, and like general <laughs> shit posting?" And so um, <laughs> we, we were very. If Corbyn had shown up, we almost certainly would have like caused some other kind of controversy. So <laughs> it's probably for the best. Yeah, it was probably for the best. He didn't show up, and you know, <laughs> and he did end up calling um, the candidate on his phone, and we, you know, had him on loudspeaker, and he was talking to all of us. So you know, he did end up showing candidate. up. Yeah, <laughs> Corbyn's candidate. Yeah, he was literally Sorry. Corbyn's. Yeah, he was literally Corbyn's candidate, but. Um, <laughs> uh, I've just turned my video off, by the way, to see about helps of internet. I'm not, I'm still here. Oh yeah, we we weren't okay. even showing our faces on the stream anyway because we are just mysterious people. Who who knows who we are? Well, I, people might have no idea who I am, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, like a lot of people know who I am and what I look like, but it's like drill where just no one wants to say because <laughs> it ruins the illusion. Yeah, we pretend not to see it. <laughs> yeah. Like, like Michael Gapes, you've lived many lives and have many <laughs> souls. I have. I've had like like eight different uh, Twitter personas because I get banned so often. Yeah, oh God, the gamers. Yeah, I feel you on that one. Gabe is having a hard time dealing with the sheer number of rebels that I've spawned through my mismanagement. <laughs> <laughs> I've done. I've done such a terrible job that the number of rebels is just destroying this. <laughs> Corbyn's candidates oh. are at the gates. Yeah, <laughs> Sam Tarry is here. He's coming for Mike. <laughs> well, I just like to correct somebody. Like uh, Todd WJP in the chat has said, Sinan is the guy in the bottom right. That's yeah. not the term. It's far right. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I am a victim of the podcast the far right pipeline that apparently exists. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is the the RP to fash pipeline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except it doesn't convert any of anyone else, just us. We're just converting ourselves to fascism gradually. <laughs> there is actually a um, an obscure Tropico Six reference in the Gapes verse. Oh, because in the um, Tropico loading screens, they have um, like weird facts about the dictators. 
and stuff. And one of them was a dictator had a statue built of himself that uh, evolved to always face the sun. <laughs> oh, that so, sounds uh, like, like Turkmenistan. When... That's I'm just going to guess that that's Turkmenistan right there. <laughs> <laughs> it, it might be, but yeah, I remember when um, RP did the thing about the giant uh, gapes fertility symbol. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I added that. Yeah, yeah, and it always it always evolves to reflect the sun, but also it was reflective, so it was just like causing a big circle of devastation around it by reflecting the sun's rays. Well, the story of the gate's fertility symbol was that some weird fucking Remaina cunt had made a fucking like clay clay model of Boris Johnson where he just had a massive cock. <laughs> yeah, it's just like I'll make you look stupid. I'll give you a six pack and a massive cock. I found this so funny, so I like made the cock even bigger, and then <laughs> uh, and then put Gapes' uh, real face uh, with a spliff coming out of his mouth uh, over the Boris Johnson head, uh, and yeah, basically found a picture of like Ilford Town Centre or something, Ilford uh, <laughs> Town Hall, and fucking made uh, <laughs> and just. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I... just put this Gapes fertility statue up there. Can I just say I love this inspirational poster? Of... <laughs> oh, the billboards. Those are really good for getting your um, popularity up because every time someone drives past them, they get uh, happier with you. Yeah, so, so that, that's what my model of Gapes looks like. But I've accidentally made like a really hard-looking Gapes to actually have. To, like, I have well, watched... a joke. A joke like... that I found um, really influential on the Gapes character is that um, Simpsons episode where Mr. Burns, who's obviously a big antecedent of Gapes, is like, since the dawn of time, mankind has longed to block out the sun, or to destroy the sun, I think he says. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll do the next best thing, lock it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Oh shit, we can get an aircraft carrier. Um <laughs> See, I'm just I'm just getting distracted by all of the random shit I can do in this game. We get cyber operations. Yeah, center. aircraft carrier and drone command are good if you're getting <laughs> constant guerrilla shit. Yeah. I'm just but the problem is if it, if I get it from the Americans, the aircraft carrier is not it's going to sink as soon as it goes in the water. <laughs> so um FFF has, has Gapes been to space. Escapes been space. Uh, he's not technically been space, but there was that bit in the um, Raphael Bear episode where uh, he's in the gate. What's it called? The gate car. Uh, the gate mobile. <laughs> and they like open the up. They like open the top up, and it's like a vacuum of space out there. <laughs> and it's like stuff stuff we couldn't <laughs> do visually, but because we can do it with sound. <laughs> sound things oh yeah was it wasn't it like a bag of testicles or something involved no, it was toes it was oh yeah that was it toes yeah it was yeah. a bag of toes that split him a gate mobile <laughs> so he opened up the airlock and expelled them all it was just a, a completely surreal scene full of sound effects you ever like trying to hoover them up at first it was uh, Dr. Hugo, the chiropodist, uh, who yeah he was uh, cutting off people's toes yeah the Ilford foot Foot doctor, what what was the name of the place? Just the Ilford Chiropodists or something? Uh, I'll need to I'll need to look it up. I think that was um, was it Ilford's sort of a... famous shoe and boot factory? <clears throat> oh no, that was before. That that's where Gapes was getting the um jack boots from. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. 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 There were a lot of feet related bits in that episode. Yeah. 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 But there, there's like 
yeah, he goes to visit Dr. Hugo, and, like, Dr. Hugo is just obviously an escaped Nazi war criminal who, um, who, who Gates has allowed to uh, stay under the radar. Oh, yeah, he was allowing him to stay there because Gates was using the operating rooms as a torture theatre. <laughs> yeah, 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 so we just had all these, like, chainsaw sounds and, like, just recorded ourselves <laughs> screaming and just layered it over the back of the just, scene. <laughs> I just want to say uh, thank you to Bandwitch for following... <laughs> Um, during whatever that was we were doing. <laughs> In terms of the, has, is Gates going to space, I mean, like Dr. Hugo uh, and like many employees of NASA at a certain point, Gates, uh, you know, did certain activities uh, in the Gapeverse. Yeah. During yeah, uh, uh, Dr. Hugo, I think that was um, a reference to The Crying of Lot 49 by Thomas Pynchon, <laughs> who there's an escaped Nazi doctor in there who's like trying to drive people insane by pulling faces at them. Yeah, yeah. Well, he... uh, oh, and talking about, speaking about space, there is another uh, Thomas Pynchon reference about space where Luke Gakehurst goes into space yeah. in a giant nuclear missile where he launches himself <laughs> at the sun to become a being of pure nuclear energy where he thinks he'll come back and lay waste to the world. I'm so sorry. Like, um, I was just going to say, um, that just, oh God, just the, the visual of that in my head alone. Um, just... Him becoming extremely mad, <laughs> like at a CLP <laughs> meeting, and just launching into space. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like a, his, his big event in the center of Hilford South, where it turns out uh, Gapes and uh, hey, cursed are long lost cousins, like 30 times removed. And you can tell they're related because both their faces are so red. Oh, I feel, oh, yeah. I feel <laughs> sad because well, I've just I've remembered got... that I've, ca- I've caught the Mike Gapes block on Twitter. Yeah, out of we, uh, we he's clamping down, isn't he? We all have three <laughs> days until he told us to trot off, so to speak. He didn't actually say anything, not so much as a buy or leave. Yeah, at least, at least he block. told me to trot off, like you know. Yeah, he also said <laughs> he's I have a... the hits. He's given you what you want on the way out. He like, also yeah. said like <laughs> I have a problem with swearing, which yeah I do, but like. <laughs> 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 Like you clearly, you're clearly very far mouthed. I'm like, yes, Mike. That is essentially the point of most of what I do. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. There's like a lot of one-off characters in Gape casts who are real people that me and Jack don't like, and so we make yeah. them into caricatures. <laughs> so that's why Luke Akers was in that one episode where he's so obsessed with nukes, he puts himself into a nuclear missile, launches himself at the sun, and plans to come back as a being of pure nuclear destruction and destroy. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to invent new shades of red if that ever happened. Like we just don't have the palette for it here on Earth, you know? Yeah. It's like the colour out of space, but like scarier still. <laughs> In terms of the universe building thing, something that I think we did that was quite cool was that we explicitly linked the Gapecast universe in with the Tim Peaks Farron Walk With Me universe. Uh, oh yeah, that's where the Milkman came from. Our 2018 radio play, yeah, the Milkman's <laughs> a supernatural being who visits Tim and like speaks backwards like in Twin Peaks. Uh, and like, um, yeah, we, we brought Tim Farron, played by our real politics collaborator Tom Foster, back <laughs> for, uh, for the Gape Fest final episode. Um, we we had Tim Farron and the Voyeurs uh, play the festival. Um, 
but like re- they reformed and like uh, I've been watching one of my favorite films of all time, The History of the Eagles. Now I, you know, I like some Eagles tunes, but they're not one of my favorite bands of all time. Just the Eagles documentary is so funny because like you just got like Joe Walsh, who's just like a nice man with brain damage, like he's just doing his best. <laughs> <laughs> Schmidt, who's just again just a sweet man who can play bass and sing really high falsetto who is just happy to be there and then you've got uh the guys who are referred to in the history of the eagles uh by the other band members as the gods don henley and the late glenn fry and these guys are just like the biggest pair of pricks in the world it's fucking hilarious <laughs> like every time they appear they're so conceited they're so full of themselves they're so like just avaricious and self-interested and the bit that made its way into the gape fest from the history of the eagles was there's this bit where they talk about reuniting in the 90s and it's this kind of like you know the classic the band are back together they're going to be bigger than ever and reach new heights they're like glenn fry is just you know they cut to him like very rumatively being like you know when we got the band back together i wanted to make sure that then he pauses sort of strokes his chin thoughtfully just like wanted to make sure that i get more money than everyone else <laughs> it's like yeah. don henley get more money than everyone else it was um and so he just made that in but like all tim farron's Tim Farron and the Voyeurs bandmates refuse to work with him because uh, he demands all the money. Um, well, no, he dem- he demands more money than everyone else. And Gapes says the only way that we can do that is to make sure that nobody else gets paid. So uh, they all <laughs> yeah, Farron's just like yeah, yeah. I'm sure they'll be fine with that. Yeah, Farron's like it's all about the music, man. I'm sure I'll be fine with that. Uh, and then they all leave, and so him and Gapes form a supergroup, which provides a replacement. Placement for the ill-fated supergroup <laughs> of <laughs> Tony Blair and Bill that Gapes tries to uh, put together. <laughs> yeah, where Gapes gets uh, scammed by like a Nigerian prince, <laughs> and he's like sending them all the money. Yeah, I think they're Russian. To be fair, oh, uh, distinguish <laughs> yeah. this. You have you've only missed about half the stream. We've still got like an hour and a half of this to go. <laughs> so you know, yeah, um, we usually go for about three hours when it's me and Sinan. But I, yeah, I don't know. We'll see how. Uh, I mean, like we've we've only just scratched the surface of yeah, yeah, so <laughs> like, normally, so much about. Normally, when I do a book review uh, and I'm on my own, I do it for like two hours because I try and stretch them so that they go from 7 till 9, then I just ray trash it because I usually do them on a Thursday. Whenever it's with Jack, I'm like, okay, it's a three-hour book review. <laughs> um, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, yeah. It's because, like, when I actually research something, I go overboard. Like, I can't... I, can't you, I can never start doing anything because then I don't do it... because I don't do things by half, you know? Like... Uh, well, yeah, that, that's why you watched all of Designated Survivor. Yeah, exactly. I watched the entire fucking show, and so did Yair, actually, to his credit. I've uh, also to, watched to that credit. show, but, uh, yeah, it's it was not good. terrible. It's so, it's an evil show. It is just a, <laughs> a repugnant work of imperialist propaganda. Um, it's it's also really, like, lib-brained in the worst possible way, where they're, like, yeah. the, uh, the, the competent administrator is arresting the mean governor of Michigan. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, literally, yeah. that is like one of the doing, plot points, by the way. Like, rounding up all the muslims and like putting them in prison he's like you're under arrest for treason bitch 
<laughs> so he would have called him a bitch in season three, which was on Netflix. But it's just, <laughs> it's like I I just watched The Shield, uh, all, all seven seasons of The Shield. It's an amazing show, but like it's so weird that these cops are like burning half people's faces off on stoves, but at the same time they don't say the f word. <laughs> They're just like, <laughs> damn you! Hey, don't swear around the kids. Like you know, it's like, they have to put so much emphasis on saying damn uh and it, yeah and i mean didn't didn't really take away from the show and obviously other shows on fx like breaking bad are no different breaking bad they solved it by like oh god fuck is really offensive let's just say bitch all the time <laughs> it's like you fucking bitch <laughs> bitch 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 the advertisers are like that's fine but it also cracked me up that like the people constantly use racial epithets like including the n-word uh in in the shield uh and that's fine <laughs> but just like the advertisers are like oh no one's going to be offended like that by that that's fine but i don't know is it like a thing of like well fuck means sex and that's bad but the n-word means you know ten thousand years of fucking however many <laughs> years of persecution well that's fine <laughs> i don't understand how it works sorry rant but watch yeah. the shield it's cool I'll, I'll bear it in mind i need i need shows to watch but i also haven't watched any of the shows i'm meant to have watched by now so <laughs> what are the shows you're you're quote unquote meant to have watched let's see what the the, the establishment are I've telling gotta, you to i've got a i've got to consult my the person in the room. What shows was I meant to be watching with you that I've completely forgotten about? Because I'm a bad partner. <laughs> okay, she's forgotten too. I'm all good. I'm off the hook. Alright. Um, <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Cause I, yeah, because I was going to like... Yeah, the establishment is telling you to watch the stuff because they want to brainwash you. But if it's your partner wanting to watch the stuff, then... Yeah, yeah that... Yeah, but, <laughs> The don't want to step in, different. and yeah, yeah. Don't want to, you know, get involved in in people's relationships. Is it, oh, was it the anime food wars we were meant to have watched? We were meant to catch up on. Yeah, just a big shrug. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds like something we'd watch. Oh man, explosive Woody Allen documentary series coming to HBO, but it's been shot in secret. You know, I will watch every episode of. Not made by Woody Allen, I should say, about him. So yeah. maybe maybe it'll put the issue to bed once and for all. Uh, yeah, sure, there'll be no exciting takes on that one at all. <laughs> Hadley oh, will be there for him. We, oh, um, we may have lost FFF briefly, oh, maybe a bit. Um, no! Uh, people were slagging off Woody Allen, you had to go. <laughs> yeah, just take it. <laughs> Not putting up with that. It's the final straw. Yeah. It's the one thing too offensive, even for FFF. <laughs> <laughs> but not 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 the the auteur of uh, of nebishy comedy. Red tipsy person <laughs> in the room is the establishment. No, no, she's not. She she couldn't be the establishment in this flat. Um, <laughs> she's just laughing oh, at me now. Um, <laughs> that sounds domineering. No, <laughs> sorry, I told myself I wouldn't get involved in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, sorry, I got um like stuck out of it, but I'm back now. 
Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you all noticed and missed me. I've completely forgotten that the promo code I have for shirts is SK is Pro 69. That was not great. Um, that's very professional <laughs> of me to have used that one. <laughs> FF have heard me mention the Woody Allen documentary series and was like, I've got to watch this now. <laughs> he could find it. It was like uh, a Woody Allen film. Dot you and uh, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately his computer just exploded okay everyone we've got uh, we've got to uh we've got to be careful because i've just received the message from my mum saying that she's watching me so <laughs> we've got to be my mom... hi snans mum hi mum how you doing um <laughs> you doing what you doing all right um everyone be cool my mum's here <laughs> Everyone, everyone, drop a salute in the chat for my mum. <laughs> oh, like my my mum vaguely knows of a uh, gape cast, and she also thought I was going to go to jail after the Michael Crick thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gapes did say something like, "I I have contacted the police." Always <laughs> it Crick who who got the police involved or whatever. Crick, Crick got the mail to get my um account banned, but I think Kirk Gapes was the one who contacted the authorities about someone pretending to be his uh, campaign manager on Twitter. That's classic like, like, client journalism, I, like this, this, mm. this, this fucking journalist just like taking it upon himself to like defend the honour of this MP. Mm. It's like, you know, he can report on elec alleged electoral violations, but yeah, I mean, I guess maybe he just reached out to Twitter for comments and they they... <coughs> decided to ban Jim, ban Richard Miller <laughs> after that, but, you know. Yeah, in fact, at the time, like, I wasn't even really in character, like, even, I'd do all the uh, Gape campaign manager stuff, but I'd also just, like, be tweeting random shit like I normally do. So it was so obvious I wasn't his campaign manager. It wasn't like Jim V. Baker where I'm in character all the time. <laughs> it was just me occasionally going into Gapes' mentions and, uh, disagreeing with people and telling them why Gates was great and why what he was doing was perfectly legal. <laughs> I always maintained that what we did was perfectly legal. <laughs> That's uh, a phrase that I pulled straight to Gates for a cast from uh, some film about Richard Nixon. <laughs> oh, Frost Nixon. Some film about Richard Nixon. To be fair, I mean, it could have been like Robert Altman's Secret Honor or Oliver Stone's <laughs> Nixon, but no, it was the generic Ron Howard. No, no, jump to part. You haven't missed my mum. She's probably still watching, so everyone has to be very well behaved. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, we can't talk about any of the stuff I do when she's not watching the stream. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, everyone say hi to my mum. Uh,. I'm sure I'll have either my mum or my dad on the stream at some point, and it will be a whole, it'll be a whole thing. It'll be great fun. <laughs> like, uh, did we ever actually explain what Gape uh, Cast is, or did we just assume everyone knows <laughs> we, what it is? We just, I don't think we ever explained what yeah. it actually is. We just went straight. I did kind of explain it in a joking way in my tweet, which was like, it's this island's favourite radio play, but that didn't really, um, that didn't really explain, like, what it actually, well, it did a bit, but. Yeah, yeah, it's going to become the longest serialised British radio drama, 
Um, just like my mum always listens to the Archers when I'm <laughs> our generation are going to be, you know, turning on the wireless to catch up with the latest Gapecast. When is uh, Gapecast going to be on Radio <laughs> Four? Is such a great question. It is the question. Well, that's oh, why. Well, well, well that, that, that's the topic of the next uh, Gate uh, Gapecast episode. Actually, oh, where we're trying to make a right wing Gapecast to go on well, Radio that, Four. That, It'll that, be what sorry, finally finishes off Mitch Ben when we when we steal his old job, basically. <laughs> Man, as they would say on FX. Uh, yeah, no, that's why I've been trying to establish our right wing credentials throughout this stream, just to see if any, just in case there's any, uh, you know, talent spotters from the old BBC tuning in. So, sorry, everyone. Uh, my mum keeps texting me stuff. So my mum wants to say hi to the chat and everyone. So hi from my mum. Oh, <laughs> hi, Sanan's mum. At least it wasn't Hello, like. At least it wasn't like the last stream she, I know for a fact she watched, which was the Surge stream, well, which was a Scissorane stream where I kept talking about, like, um, how attractive this character was. Um, <laughs> at least she's not showed up for that one again. Uh, oh, um, oh, hi, Sinan's mum. I, I just wanted to say, someone in, in the chat asked, when do you think Jackie Walker gets milkshake ducked? And I said, I don't, th- I, I don't think ever Jackie Walker has never said or done anything problematic. Um, and I feel good that she started recently showing up at my mentions and liking and retweeting my tweets. <laughs> um, but no, they, they obviously don't mean Jackie Walker. They mean Jackie Weaver. And when they say Jackie Weaver, they don't mean Jackie Weaver, the excellent Australian character actor. They mean, I've, I haven't even followed this, but apparently everyone's being real cucks for the bureaucracy and saying it's good that she did something that's actually bad. That's just the gist I've got. Okay, Red Tick Seed, I'm not going to ask women what it's like for her to have a melt sock them for a son, because that's not true, number one. <laughs> and number two, I don't think she'll answer. <laughs> she'll, she'll say, I'm very proud of you no matter what, in that way that she does, and it's fine. Um, in the way where I know that she is, in fact, not proud of me. No, mum, I'm just kidding, I know. Um, it's alright. <laughs> didn't, didn't want her to think I was being serious there. You should always assume if you're watching the stream, anyone, that I'm not being serious and that it's all a parody. Um, just <laughs> yeah, like I really uh, like that Chris Clark book. I was just playing. Oh no, okay, some of the masters, <laughs> but yeah, that book. Oh my god, I'm so. I, look, I'm sorry I put you through that, Jack, but I was just glad someone else was suffering with me. To be honest, <laughs> I'm glad that there's a recording of two left-wing people just shitting on it for three and a almost a half hours <laughs> like yeah, that's... That, that, that's made the world a better place because if that just that book was out there without three hours of left-wing people saying it fucking sucked you know then um that would not be a healthy debate we need we need even even um when somebody expresses correct conservative opinions <laughs> there, there there should be uh, another side in the for the sake of pluralism but yeah, God, that book was a painful read. Like, I can't emphasize enough how difficult it was for me to read that book. It, like, just forced myself to read it, basically. Mm. Yeah, I don't know how you do it, because I can barely read a book that I actually like. So, <laughs> well done for reading yeah, a book you I th- hate. I think I have, like... I, I think I've just assumed a similar role to what Riley does on Trash Future, where I just find a terrible book, read it in a week, and just complain about it to everyone. <laughs> which, which is, which is a thing, you know. People like the book streams; they show up for them. So I'm not, you know, they're not stopping. But the next book is a good book, but it's about a bad topic. So 
strap in for that one because that's uh, the Jakarta method. So that's going to be a heavy read. But oh yeah, no, that sounds actually good. Yeah, like it's a good book. Apparently, I haven't read it yet, so I'm not. You know, but I'm I'm going to read that, and it's uh, it's uh, yeah, it's it's on a heavy topic, obviously, and so I'm going to be extremely calm reading it and not at all mad because you know u.s intervention is you know it, it doesn't do bad things ever it doesn't result in anything bad you know no i mean I, yeah when you, you when you're on the scene for that one you just like put on a turtleneck and a pair of glasses and everyone knows you're being serious <laughs> yeah if you want an accurate depiction of uh, america's world heroic role on the world stage i would say um the film the 2014 film american sniper Kind of shows you America as a benevolent force. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've not watched as many Clint Eastwood films as Jack. I think the most recent one I watched was uh, The Mule, which was, which oh, yeah. was actually uh, better than I expected it would be. The Mule is excellent. American Sniper is just shit and reactionary, but like the latest run of Clint. Films. I, d I do want to see that one, um, which is basically Clint Eastwood making Paul Blart Mall Cup. Oh, yeah, Richard Jewell. <laughs> awesome man like it that's pure cinema like they, they did but they told exactly the same story in some tv series and it's just like you know clint showed how it was done like the guy playing richard jewell was was good in the tv series but like paul walter hauser in richard jewell is amazing like christopher Plummer level just to give him another name drop like, really great performance as just, like, this loser fucking wannabe cop uh, who who does a heroic thing and then gets falsely accused by the lying fake news media of um, <laughs> being a terrorist. When actually, he's not a terrorist, he's just an American patriot who has a sort of, like, um, authority-loving complex. Like, Well, yeah, I mean, like, you just say he's a, he's a more security guard. Yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> That's what we're all like. Yeah, yeah. Although, like Richard Jewell, uh, I think in real life he, he did. He had one of the reasons that they were like this guy could well fit the profile of uh, of a hero, quote unquote, hero terrorist who does a terrorist act and tries to uh, like you know make out that they stopped the act, which they were going to do. Like um, one of the reasons is because like he'd do shit like do citizens arrests on students for smoking weed. <laughs> he was working at a uni as a security guard <laughs> um but you know richard jewell did eventually become an actual cop again and um yeah then sadly died having uh a, you know of i think heart failure in his 40s having spent the best years of his life being hounded by the media for a crime in which he actually saved loads and loads of people so the lesson is that you the clinton crime family have their fucking tentacles everywhere especially <laughs> cursed, uh cnn news network uh clinton news network oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> the clinton news network cnn yeah yeah exactly <laughs> but i think right wingers in america do actually call them that yeah and, you they, know they, it's pretty accurate they they did when um when she was relevant uh, which i guess she's <laughs> kind of not now should, should have beaten donald trump i would simply have beaten donald trump at the ballot box and not lost to the most cartoonishly shite candidate ever <laughs> like i just which joe biden barely beat which is impressive in its own way 
Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was trying to find a place I could bet on Joe Biden dying before the end of his term, but it's hard to find that sort of thing on betting sites. Because he looks dead already. Like, he, he's like his brain is dead. His body is just still going. There'll be like some site on the dark net where the options are like place bet on Joe Biden's death. Option two: hire a contract killer. Accelerate process. Oh, back to Gatecast. Um, one of the biggest, one of the biggest influences on Gatecast is uh, J.D. Ballard, especially in the early episodes. Because there was uh, that thing me and uh, Jack uh, watched <laughs> one night, which was like this uh, one of the few good things the BBC does. Uh, they did this uh, adaptation of a J.G. Ballard book, and uh, it's about a guy who decides to just stay in his house and not go out and live inside his house. And that's where we got ideas of things like uh, during the original lockdown, Gapes was catching and eating cats and things like that. <laughs> and and like, in, in one of the, the early episodes as well, um, Gapes goes into his attic in Kaunadu, where he sees the face of God, who looks exactly like him. <laughs> and the sight of it burns his face and burns all his hair away, and that's why he's bald and has got a big red face. <laughs> which is also in like, the J.T. Ballard thing. So I was watching it with Jack and I was like, yeah, this is, like, when you asked me to write <laughs> Gapecast, this is what I watched for inspiration. Just uh, a reply to uh, to be fair, like this is better than like middle aged men replying to Marina Hyde, like I fancy you so much. But like somebody replies to Marina Hyde's piece on um, uh, oh a net ho- cricket hockey and netball reporter at the Times and the Sunday Times replies to Marina Hyde saying uh, a piece uh, that Marina Hyde did, which I assume contains mild criticisms of Keir Starmer amongst much more <laughs> severe ones of Jeremy Corbyn. It's just like, gotta throw in like a paragraph of, by the way, Corbyn's a cunt, so is anyone who likes him, <laughs> just to like make the bitter pill of like, oh god, is this Starmer guy not actually any good? How is he, how is <laughs> yeah. he not 20 yeah. points ahead? Yeah. Um, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clearly not. But this person, the Times fucking netball reporter replies, great piece. Is it still okay? I quite fancy him, though. It's sorry. It's still okay. I quite fancy him, though, isn't it? So yeah. I mean, so like double whammy of like fucking Marina Hyde is funny and Keir Starmer is first hot. of all. Like, imagine being like the netball it. correspondent for a fucking newspaper. Like, what are you doing with your life? Like, come on, what are you actually doing? Like, come on. Like, well, well apparently he's like going to watch netball, which uh, I always assumed uh, just school kids play and no one else. Yeah, like, <laughs> not saying anything, but um, yeah, also, that's his job to go and watch those. Very professional soldiers just walked by a group of rebels. <laughs> they just walked right <laughs> by him and were like, "Well, everything seems fine here." Um, <laughs> didn't want to stop him, did you, lads? Like, mm, my infantry yeah. are not the brightest bulbs. Um, <laughs> they're just. They, oh right! They turned around and started going back towards the enemy. That's good. Good, good, good showing. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Jesus Christ! They've just done a vote in the U.S. Senate on fucking uh, whether to keep the U.S. embassy in Jerusalem or not, where it obviously should not be. It's just a wreck. Oh yeah, but like Biden said ages ago, yeah, we're not moving it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, no, yeah, he said that, and uh, then three people. 
voted again <laughs> voted against this 97 yays versus um three nays Who yeah are the three uh, nays then if, uh, uh, can... sanders surprisingly elizabeth warren huh. and someone called carper don't know who that is i have no clue who that is but they no. did they did the correct thing there so you know um yeah, I wonder what that's about from Elizabeth Warren. I mean, like, I assume there's some kind of self-interest. Well, well, now she's not, um, you know, wrecking anyone to her left. Suddenly, it's uh, it's all right. It's easy, you know. Yeah, yeah maybe it's like a payback because she didn't get a nice big job in the cabinet. Yeah. Yeah. Compulsory. Vaccine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's piss off the religious people more on this island. Um, <laughs> yeah, like she got played by a man with like half, you know two brain cells but then so did the entire left so yeah so i mean yeah like you, you can't really dunk <laughs> her for that when the left were beaten by a person with a sponge for a brain <laughs> like yeah <laughs> well we were beaten by a person with a sponge for a brain and uh, everyone in power with a party who decided to put a person with a sponge for a brain in power yeah like yeah. It's, but it's like it's somewhat more funny that they got owned in that way than the way we got owned which was like you know, like yeah. At, at least, at least the people who owned us could form coherent sentences. I guess. Um. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Con- coherent sentences uh, in the form of pledges, for the most part. Um, well, coherent obviously <laughs> uh, does not necessarily mean truthful. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Uh... Oh, I do have a 20 points ahead meme snuck into the video. Well, it's not snuck in, it's blatantly there in the video that I'm releasing tomorrow. So, um, <laughs> look, look forward to that. Oh, yeah, I like to talk about, um, oh, uh, they want uh, politicians in smart suits, which is blatantly them uh, coming up with a reason to get uh, image consultants and <laughs> expensive suits on expenses. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's also flattering the client. Like at that point, mm. because oh well, who's the guy who sold himself on wearing nice suits? Well, it, the answer may shock you. It's Keir Starmer. Well, I love that some fucking idiot centrist, the one who was like, "Oh yeah, I want to fuck Ribbentrop or something." Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know who you mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that one, that fucking idiot was. Uh, I've just forgotten what I, what I was going to say about. Oh yeah, um, they were like Corbyn. Turned up to Parliament in tracksuits with his, you know, that pic of Corbyn with his huge dick hanging out. He was just like, in his, from his baggy tracksuit, he's just waving that about at PMQs. Like, that would have ah! owned if he showed up in tracksuits at PMQs, though. <laughs> that would have just. Yeah. yeah. But, but, um... but no, like, Corbyn was like well dressed when he went to PMQs. Yeah, like, yeah. Maybe not quite up top, but when he like got that blue jacket and red tie, yeah, he looked pretty boss. Also... They were thinking of pictures of Corbyn going to the shops <laughs> or like just walking down the street like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Not, you also have to remember like people think uh jacob v smog is well dressed because he wears a suit but he wears a suit that doesn't fit him and look like, shit you'd think rich people every could day get, you, you, you'd think rich people could get suits tailored properly that's all i'm saying like oh wait, wait, i was uh, talking about someone about on twitter like you can but thing is like he would go to a tailor and he'd just like tell them you know, this is what I want. I want it all the baggy look because I want to look like shit. Like a tailor can only do so much, <laughs> but like you can't talk your client around. And Jacob V. Smog actually thinks he looks good, you know, <laughs> looking like a, a a kid in his dad's suit. 
<laughs> just imagining Jacob Rees-Mogg doing like that Richard Nixon call to the tailor where he's like, take a bit more off my uh, behind, you know. Also, to the uh, to the person in the chat who's mentioning Keith's baggy jeans, that was Keith officially taking a position on new metal, um, which makes me feel like I was suddenly on the wrong side of that debate for the first time. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's a, just a different type of like values alignment or whatever he's calling it. <laughs> yeah, in order for Keith to win back the Red Wall, he must mosh to Limp Biscuit. I'm sorry, I, yeah. that's what I want to see, and I live near the Red Wall, so you know, get to it, Keith. But like, the melt fucking QAnon are like convincing themselves to just like this totally like. <laughs> fictitious Corbyn's existence. Like, they're just whipping themselves up into this mania by the day, to the extent that, like, tomorrow they're gonna be like, remember when Corbyn wore that fucking tracksuit to the cenotaph? Like, that was outrageous. Like, because, <laughs> I mean, they already had a confected Corbyn cenotaph scandal, where literally the British journalist class were just like, you know what, that kind of worked in the 80s didn't it maybe we should just try and do that again um surely now we've created a climate where we can just do any old shit to corbin and it will just contribute to a kind of feeling of disaster i I will say that aaron bastani is apparently talking to lawyers today about something so um, nice finally yeah yeah yeah. He, he did the tweet where he's like i'm consulting lawyers now and i'm like great let's 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 do consulting lawyers. It's well past the stage for that, but let's do it. Okay, yeah. Critical support for Bastani on that. Yeah, I don't I... understand. This fucking cunt James Foster has fucking blocked our account. I don't know what this... Got. So much for the tolerant left. Like, Chris Clark was right when he talked about how the hard left just don't understand pluralism. Because honestly, these people... like, If you're blocking real politics for some fucking, like, so-called fucking uh, it, it's just like George Orwell's um, Brave New World like no <laughs> I think I did that joke before but, but but basically yeah I'm just like you know we've had a couple of people come at us just like saying we haven't supported Corbyn enough and I'm just like fuck off like, fuck you fuck off you cunt like I, I have done nothing but Fucking yeah, that, that's an absolute bad faith argument. If someone's uh, saying you've not supported Corbyn enough, because yeah. like, you'd be like the most hardcore supporters of Corbyn that I know. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like you know, like, but the, I, don't, I, I assume that would be why this James Foster guy who regularly gets retweeted as a pro Corbyn voice would have would have blocked me. Some kind of just assuming maybe he's a fucking one of those sad sack male turfs. Oh, I don't good, know. Dave, oh, good, they've just walked by the enemy. Good job, lads. Well done. Um, oh, they've turned around. <laughs> All right. <laughs> also, they have the same bins as we have in Nottingham here, in, in um, on the Gates Isles, <laughs> so that's good. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I feel like there's like a contingent of these accounts that are like the canary adjacent, and they just yeah. have most of us blocked anyway. Mm. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry, I didn't support whatever crazy thing the canary wants to post. To be honest with you. Wait, well- 
Yeah, but I mean, like, what do they want from me? Do I literally have to suck Chris Williamson off on camera? Because like, <laughs> I've said multiple times, Jeremy Corbyn's not anti-Semitic. The majority of people on the left are not anti-Semitic. Like, we've literally dedicated so many episodes to, to the lies and smears now, but I'm worrying that we're becoming, like, you know, the Canary podcast. Like, you know, not literally, obviously, because I trust that what we're saying is coming from the right place. But at the same time, you know, you don't want to become, like, a kind of one-track mind single issue thing so yeah if it is because of that then i'm just like you know that's more their problem i think at that point than yours. people being mean to me is why the left is gonna lose i'm yeah. gonna i'm gonna play that card that's like right. if you don't if you don't like yeah. me that's why the left's failing it has nothing to do with complex historical structural factors also, or anything like that it's because you you blocked me on twitter also to style um it's Jimothy Jack and Geraint has joined us. Completely <laughs> an impromptu Geraint. Uh, joined us. He, he's also joining us next week. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Cannot get rid of me at the moment. Yeah. What are you doing on here next week? Uh, I'm doing a stream to accompany the YouTube video I'm releasing tomorrow about okay. the Agro Center, where we're going to cover all the stuff I missed because I had to hack out like half the script to because <laughs> oh, I wrote so real? much. What, how come? <laughs> Because oh, okay, it's yeah, just too yeah, long. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk about it yeah. for like an hour, or like oh, yeah. I have to talk about it for an hour and a half, then edit it down. I'm not doing that, to be honest. Um. But like, I, I very much I recognise the agro center as a distinct type that you encounter, but at the same time. I have a slight issue with the concept in that it makes out that there are some centrists who aren't dickheads. <laughs> 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 I've been turning that over in my mind. Like, you know, best people know, I, you know, I was friendly with uh, soft left uh, steamed hams. Unfortunately, he blocked me because I, you know, I thought he was he was being horrible on his account about um, my my closer friend uh, Pete. <laughs> Woke Bane, uh, and I, I, I thought that, that you know the, the vilification of Pete has gone way too far. Did a tweet about it, found I was blocked. You know what can you do? I stuck stuck by a friend. That's a risk I'm willing to take. But yeah, maybe it, maybe it's a side effect of another uh, blocking situation that has <laughs> driven me to a realization that that though the agro center is certainly real. Um, it is yeah, well, merely oh. one aspect of a myriad uh, uh, sins of that particular political, yeah, uh, shall we I, call them a movement. I, 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 tr I try and like just treat them as a separate thing for the purpose of the video, because otherwise I'm just going to be stuck all day. Um, <laughs> yeah. So here's a here's a video on all the reasons why people in the center are dickheads. Like, yeah, yeah like, I, 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 never, <laughs> which is why I'm doing a stream about why they're all dickheads. Well, that'll be longer than one of our fucking book reviews. If we... <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got a title. I've got a. I can probably announce the title now, which is the bald menace agrocentrist. <laughs> um, and I've got I've got my finest graphics people on making the title card for that one. So you oh can... man, when I was going through our image tab like yes last night to find some funny shit that I could say to the guy. Like, I found this one incredible screenshot which was just like somebody quote tweeting um, like uh, fucking, it was like it was just like this bald middle aged presumably quite right wing man quote tweeting um, somebody simply atting them saying 
bald and they were like this is all this is all the hard left have got now <laughs> somebody rep- some other bald right wing man replied to them saying i get it all the time mate <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> just grow <laughs> hair mate it's really simple um how, how many people like that tweet by i can't I, I can't remember her app, but she's called Laura on Twitter. Uh, well, that's her name, but uh, that tweet she did to Lee Hurst ages ago is like you are bold. Yes. Yes. On, on, in Twitter history. It deserves like fucking um, Hussein and Phoebe's podcast. 10 k posts. They should do an episode. I've never listened to it. Wow, friend of the show, Hussein, no, who has been on, bit. but. They're both not, they're both mm. nice people who I I have I've met in real life, so it's not a diss on them. Yeah, I, I just want to make out that I was like more <laughs> familiar with that show than I am. But but it totally seems like the kind of thing they should do an episode on because that you are bald tweet I, really. I feel like political baldness definitely deserves an episode explaining it somewhere. Something needs to explain political baldness as a concept. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. That might be definitely. my next video. My next video will be political baldness explained. <laughs> Um, yeah it'll give me a good opportunity yeah, no. to use a lot of pictures of bald people i did have one yeah. guy when i like dunked on uh sonny hundal calling him politically calling him bald physically bald and politically bald <laughs> i had like some alt account that was made in december who just came in and were like ha you losers talking about people being bald and, I, and i'm like mate i i got from your tweet that you're bald and i looked at their um, <laughs> i looked at their tweets their old tweets and it was just like complaining about bane and complaining about mm, real politic no. <laughs> and complaining about like some of the other people and i'm like oh this is someone's alt and they were super into defending the honor of um of Sunny Hundal and like other like <laughs> crazy centrists whose name I will not mention on the stream, and I was like, "Oh, this is an alt of one of these people, like 100% one of their alts." Um, I've told my Sunny Hundal story on on this um, fucking podcast. Yeah, you did. You, you, <laughs> yeah, dream. Yeah, I don't know if I keep repeating it. He'll sue me for saying that. Um, <laughs> that he he's uh, uh, toked on a bifter in his life. I don't know if you can sue someone for saying that about you actually <laughs> like, i know the i know that uk libel laws are quite bad but like i don't know if you can sue someone for saying that <laughs> nick cohen has never been cocked and sonny hundel has never smoked weed we might be about yeah. to lose the gates palace um uh yeah uh yeah, cool. we'll, we'll, we'll restart the game. Cal- even Kalnadu will ultimately fall. Yeah. <laughs> so many rebels, the game is <laughs> struggling. Oh, Jimothy, <laughs> uh, like, seeing that maze in the garden, I can really imagine Gapes doing a kind of the shining thing with somebody yes. running away from him in his private maze. <laughs> Wait, just distinguish this, you can't get the soundboard to work. Okay, that actually sounds like a problem that requires my attention. Hold on one second. Um, that doesn't sound like the usual nonsense the chat talks about. Let me have a look. Keep saying reload extension. Oh, is the one way I make money broken itself? Um, because that would be annoying. It was working earlier. Someone test the sound alerts for. Now the rats are fleeing the sinking ship. 
That's right. I mean, fucking people watching this. Seems you, fine to you me. You scum. Hold on. Let me let me play a All sound. Right, alert. Let me pick a sound real quick. Three people just showed up, so it's cool. Yeah, and I was gonna say like my mum's watching this, so let's be careful what we say about people who watch the stream. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Uh, let's get let's, let's play the milk. But this drop. is how me and FFF and Garide talk about our milk? listeners privately, isn't it? It's fucking pay pigs, <laughs> the hogs. <laughs> not 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 just privately, really. I think I've, I've put that on the timeline. Of yeah, we say it all the time. To be fair, yeah. we're pretty open in our contempt for our uh, for the base. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think we're gonna lose the palace. All right, we'll, we'll reload. <laughs> it. Okay, good job playing the Turkish man yelling me out an egg. Actually, me. Um. <laughs> now let's talk about beef. Yeah, yes, let's talk about beef. Thank you for that drop, because that seems to be most of what we're talking about, is our various <laughs> beefs that we have. We have way too many beefs. Yeah. <laughs> we do. We have any good beefs recently? <laughs> we, we, oh, have I had any interesting beefs recently? No, I, I think I've been well behaved on the timeline recently. I haven't done any like hard libels recently or anything like that. So... <laughs> I'm trying to think now, because... Oh, damn. Quick, Presidente, put on your disguise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to imagine what Gapes' disguise would be sneaking out of this island. Um... <laughs> Alright, we'll, we'll load the old save game. Uh, let's go back to the Gapes 2 load. <laughs> Did you know you don't need to make everyone happy to be a successful ruler? Well, yeah, that's the conservative parties. <laughs> core <laughs> premise of its government really isn't it um i also like yeah. that you can have a police blimp in this apparently <laughs> Muammar gaddafi once petitioned the un to dissolve switzerland and split the land between germany france and italy um well here is an interesting bit of gossip um could this be because maybe jimmy blood first is doing a mass deletion of his tweets but on the tweets MPs delete account, apparently a lot of MPs seem to be deleting retweets of James Bloodworth. Oh. Um, no, that'll, that'll be that will that will be him wiping his tweets. He's done that before. He did it in solidarity when like Helen Lewis and a lot of turfs like <laughs> systematically deleted all their tweets. I don't think he'd been like full on transphobic himself. Um, yeah, he but has he it, was uh, like in solidarity he, with these people. I will just delete all my tweets ever. Well, it was them. It was they were trying to cover up all their transphobic alts. With him, it was that he was trying to cover up his alt that's even more pro-war than his actual uh, public persona. It's just like. Mm -hmm. Blood! I want blood. <laughs> well, he he was the guy that co ran um, an alt that I think Sidan's going to mention either in his video or in his stream or both on on the agrocentrists. I, I am mentioning um, it on the video. Um, in fact, yeah, um, yeah. Let's export meat yeah. to China. That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> this game is just me making really bad political decisions, like, over and over <laughs> again, where I'm like, I will appease precisely no one in my country, and then I will export stuff to China. What could go wrong? Like, <laughs> <laughs> man, everyone's like, oh my god, Jackie Weaver's a Tory. It's just like... I cancelling her earlier for sharing the name of a public figure. I just will not tolerate like when some like Republican non child support paying dickhead is like, I'm called Joe Walsh. It's like, no, you're not. 
Joe Walsh is the nice man with brain damage in the Eagles. <laughs> Joe Walsh fucking rocks. You are a dickhead. And indeed, there's a TMZ headline, which is like, Joe Walsh clarifies, I pay my child support. <laughs> <laughs> You'd <laughs> hope so after everything the Eagles made. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's other there's other people, you know. Like no John Favreau, you are not an Obama aide. You are a guy who <laughs> like made the Iron Man films and like some shitty movie about how you're a chef and critics were mean to you. Right? <laughs> oh that movie was so funny. I think the biggest oh, no. discrepancy between like the quality of two famous people with the same name might be the, the two Scots Walker. <laughs> yeah, that's what what true, about yeah. the many Nate's buffet? Like they're all they all seem radically <laughs> different from each other. Yeah. Well, they're, they're all they're all comrades. Every single one of us, right. despite all the evidence. There, uh, isn't there like an American Tom Watson as well? Yeah, he's and somehow he's worse than ours. Almost as bad as ours. Yeah, he, I think he's actually worse. Yeah. Like it's impressive. And then, like, I, don't some I can't remember if he's a Democrat cunt or a Republican. He's a Democrat cunt, one. Yeah. There's, no, no, there's, there's some cunt called Bradley Whitford, and it's like, mate, that's like the fucking rhythm guitarist from Aerosmith. What are you doing? Is Bradley Whitford not the melt actor from The West Wing and from Get Out, who actually, like, is the characters he plays, and that's why he's a good actor? <laughs> it's because yeah. he's, like, this ultimate liberal dickhead in real life. Oh, I'm yeah, that's thinking that, about He, he genuinely too. didn't realise the sort of, I would have voted for Obama a third time if I could, was, like, satire. He's like, well, I, I, would, <laughs> I would, I would have, you know? I, I'm still thinking about the fact that there was actually a person called Chad Wolf in the bloody Trump cabinet. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> such, such a great name, Chad Wolf. <laughs> and no, I would like like to confirm that actually the lead guitar, sorry, rhythm guitarist of Aerosmith is also called Brad Whitford. Um, for okay, Bradley on his birth certificate. So I didn't. Uh, I didn't get confused there, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Garant is is right. That guy's is well, no, he's not a shitty actor. He's you know quite good and get out, but you know obviously heavily autobiographical role. Yeah, he's <laughs> good at playing one particular type of role, and we now know there's a very good reason for it. It's it's kind of like the the Eddie Marsan playing characters full of like belly repressed rage and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. God, I'm still not oh yeah, like Eddie Mazza was like... so angry when we suggested he might play a Jimmy Savile a paedophile, and he played a paedophile in Deadpool too. Yeah, he did, right? Yeah, well, let's get up. Yeah, we're, we're, anyone... not off, we're not actually offering him like a concrete uh, role with money attached to it to do it. We're just like, <laughs> probably, he probably just likes like, playing paedophiles. I have just googled Eddie Martin pedo, and I am now looking at the Guardian article, uh, which is uh, he he says that uh, he's asked, do your kids ever watch your films? And he says, they do. My son was really excited. His dad was in Deadpool 2. So the boys <laughs> at school were like, your dad's a pedo. <laughs> <laughs> no, and they hadn't even seen the film. Their mum's not let them watch it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Which led to, Daddy, why do you have to be a pedophile? Why can't you be a superhero? Unfortunately, <laughs> He says, I've got no control over that. Well, he's he urging for Rob. Like, you right. he simply not play pedophile. I feel like brilliant. there are a lot of roles that are not pedophiles that you can play in films, and he's just not playing them. So Yeah, not, I mean, not if you've got a face like Eddie Marson. You can but, play like shitty tabloid hacks 
who fuck pigs and are possibly an anti-Semitic stereotype. I did not... <laughs> I have to say that wasn't what I thought when I was watching the film, but apparently some people wrote op-eds. Um, oh, yeah, I saw well, that. I wasn't really thinking of anything when I was watching that film because it's a Guy Ritchie film, so there's uh, not that much to think about. I was, I was thinking say, more about how fucking racist it was about Chinese people. I was <laughs> going to say, there is, there is one role that I did enjoy Eddie Marsden in, which was in that game we played on stream together, which was the... Uh, the Dungeon <laughs> oh, Death Top Dungeon. Oh, yeah. Classic. He fucking half-assed that. I think that was not one of his better a rolls, I've, I've got to be honest. There were bits where he was getting into it. Like, he, he liked it every time we had to test our luck for some reason. He, was, yeah. he gets, got really excited whenever we had to do that. But uh, yeah, what um, I, I saw a screenshot uh, the other day of, of an FFF tweet. It was from when um, fucking Helen Lewis's voice got taken out of that video game because of her transphobic views. But she was like, <laughs> what a shame. An anti-fascist radio show in in this uh, post-apocalyptic <laughs> yeah. video game, and yeah. FFF was just like, "You should replace her channel with Jack doing the gape voice, arguing that fascism is good." <laughs> <laughs> That's Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, right? That was what it was in. Oh no, it wasn't. Oh, no. Uh, that was it. Watch Dogs Three. Watch Dogs, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Because after 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 she got taken out. Ian Dunt was like trying to get himself taken out in solidarity, and like no one <laughs> no, cared. Like... I don't think I don't think that. <laughs> that, that would mean that would only improve the game. I yeah. think what happens. I think what happened is that when Helen Lewis got shit canned from the game, Ian Dunt was publicly like, "This is outrageous! I can't believe they're doing this. So much free speech. This is." Fa- fascism incarnate but privately in discussions with the makers of the game they were like um so do you want us to take us out take you out or anything <laughs> if you don't agree with what we're doing and, and he'll be like no nah, i don't think that's necessary because you know at the end of the day ian dunt is in it for the money i'm not saying that's a lot of money but he is just a born fucking grifter who just has seen like these movement this kind of movement of brain dead middle class people arise in this country in the last few years and has said these fucking rubes i am gonna squeeze them for all their worth and i almost respect that because like ian dunt i have zero respect for ian dunt's audience Is it Ian Dunk the one who has like eight hundred different origin stories about himself? Yes. Like yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, he's got a bit of every nationality in him. Yeah. yeah. God yeah, God, these people wind me up so much. I'm just so much that I did an entire video about it and I'm gonna do a stream yeah. about it. Um Yeah, it's just like videos games have really gone backwards because I remember when I was younger we were playing like GTA Vice City and all the radio stations were banging. And yeah. now you it's like you listen to a radio station and it's Helen Lewis. <laughs> well, not anymore. Romaniacs. <laughs> I was yeah, but getting the Romaniacs to do an anti-fascist show. It's like some dickhead is like, oh, uh, what's anti-fascism? Uh, oh, it's supporting the EU, obviously. <laughs> yeah, the idiot. EU not- notable for its anti-fascism. That's why Poland has been suspended from. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, um, exactly. Orban is anti-far. Ban him for his left-wing extremism. <laughs> they will if he tries to nationalise anything. Um, yeah, yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't. Uh, can't wait for that stream because it's going to be a horrible one. Like, oh man, Sinan, but, but uh, it's gonna. It's obviously a long one, but you're gonna send me the audio of this stream, right? Because yeah. there's been some. Yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll download it. <laughs> as soon as I recover from 
Oh god, we got another rebellion. Too many rebellions. As soon as I recover from um, from publishing the video, because I'm like super nervous about publishing it. I'm like, I I come, I look super. I look super awkward on camera as always, and you can visibly yeah. you can tell how long it took me to shoot the video because it slowly gets darker in the room through the video. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, a good uh, trick to like being like awkward on video on or audio is just make a running joke of it, like we do on Gatecast, and the fact that I can't do any other voices and yeah. sound incredibly unnatural. So now we just go, yeah, that's just how Richard Miller and Jimothy Baker sound identical. Yeah, and we're not going to question that. I generally, I keep those jokes in for the most part, but when it's jokes about your writing being bad, I actually respect your writing, unlike your acting. So I'm like, I like what you've written. Let's not talk it down. <laughs> Let's not bring attention to, <laughs> to the obvious pauses. <laughs> But yeah, like we were making like a, a, a negative into a positive because I can't do any voices at all. <laughs> so we just had uh, Jimothy Baker and Richard Miller sound identical. So we had the episode where they meet up in Hotel Capital and like <laughs> suggested. Well, actually, we actually did do a farce where we got mixed up because they are very much the same character at different stages in their life. Yeah. Because uh, Richard Miller in the uh, Las Vegas episode is a lot more like Jimothy Baker than later Richard Miller. Yeah. He's a lot more uh, subservient and naive, and then as it goes on, like there's like the uh, <laughs> the underlying story that he hates Gapes and is plotting against him. <laughs> yeah, we had that bit in Waking Fight where he had uh, the card game with uh, Miller, Gapes, and uh, oh yeah, the Hedges Seagull. Oh yeah, Simon the Seagull. Yeah. Yeah, and it was yeah because that was an old one about us. Yeah, that was uh, from the when I was on the uh, RP podcast as Jimothy Baker, and we we're saying Richard Mill was uh, talking about how he was going to beat up Simon the Seagull if he saw him. Yeah. Uh, back when he saw cat. <laughs> and then the Seagull just beat the shit out of him and made him eat all the rubbish in a bin. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so that was like a really, really deep cut. Yeah. I dug that. And then the other one was like, the other card was Miller stabbing Gapes. Yeah, <laughs> Miller stabbing an... Gapes. Miller stabs Gapes in the back after he's had enough of his shit. And Gapes looks like, uh, Gapes sees the cards and is like, this looks like you stabbing some kind of ogre. <laughs> yeah, which later came back to the golf course ogre. Yeah, the golf course ogre, this hideous, bald creature that has been <laughs> killing the peaceful cows that graze on the Ilford golf course. Um, yeah, that's become like a recent running joke about him against being horrifyingly bald. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. so bald. They've never seen anything so horrifyingly bald. And like that was originally in the uh, Gapes Gallery where he's looking at Miller. He's like, what is this disgusting bald creature before me? How did this get in my gallery? I've never seen something so disgustingly bald. Gapes! This beast! This monstrosity! So, that's, that's a mirror. <laughs> Jack cut that pit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's the line from the show. I didn't cut that bit. That's <laughs> Gabe orders me to cut the bit. Um, yeah, but it's like Gapes has some sort of awareness <laughs> about Jack thing he's You know, like he does in real life. There's um, one of my favourite running jokes in Gapecast is that like Gapes like reveres cows. Like he will not, he will not have. <laughs> 
he does not think that any harm can come to cows, but <laughs> unless it, unless it's by him because he's yeah. constantly killing cows. But despite this, yeah, he's constantly just killing cows, be it by accident or because he gets angry and headbutts them to death so they explode or some, you know. It's like oh yeah, the, he- the headbutting is another running uh, joke that was in one of the early episodes about oh, um, yeah. Jake's head was a cat to death which was from that Donald Sutherland thing where he's playing a fascist and he yeah, we're inspired cat by to multiple death. films where Donald Sutherland plays a fascist The Eye of the Needle <laughs> and Bertolucci's 1900 yeah so Gapes has like a supernaturally hard head but um, yeah in the, in the film uh Donald Sutherland says, that's not a cat, that's a communist, but in German. And then headbutts a cat to death. That's and that's what Gapes says every katze. time before he headbutts something. Das so- ist eine Katze! Das ist ein Communist! Yeah, so in, like, in the Las Vegas episode, like, at the end he's like running through walls and stuff by headbutting them to death. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, he like headbutts all these cows. Well, there's this bit where he's like, he wants, he wants to like play a trick on Sam Tarry, but like, oh yeah, a, a trick where he's <laughs> trying to poison Sam Tarry. Yeah, that was like the weird experimental one where I was trying to do it like a pinter betrayal yeah, thing. It was a reverse uh, chronological order. Yeah, 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 and and like Gapes. Gapes originally he plans to like fill the udders of a cow with poison, but like <laughs> he steals these three cows from like the ill farm, but then mm. like he accidentally kills all of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So at the end, like he's injected poison into himself and dressed himself as a cow and is trying to get some tabby <laughs> to suckle on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, that, that is such a cursed image. The number of cursed Gates images that are floating around in my phone. It's just like if someone looked through my phone, I'd look like an absolute madman. But yeah, like that one was where we tried to do it. Well, I tried to do it in reverse chronology. So you like you'd have the uh, end bit first. So you'd have like this mad scene of Mike Gates dressed as a cow trying to get Sam Terry to suckle him, and then it sort of went backwards. So you get the scene before that, and then the scene before that, trying to explain this mad image. Like <laughs> Gapes, Gapes walking up to Terry, like doing a military drum beat, going, "Drink my milk, drink my milk." Oh yeah, and it was like also a reference to, like his dad being Lucifer who'd given him a drum or something. <laughs> it was like some, some really deep form in that one. Oh man, in terms of like Gapes' past lives flashback, what I love so much is in the Christmas special that they had uh, Tim Farron. Um, uh, 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 no, wait, no, sorry, sorry. What what was I thinking of? Um, it was in the Christmas special where Gorgeous Georgie and his boyfriend <laughs> yeah his partner gorgeous gilbert which was yes. a really obscure reference to gilbert and george but i had to explain to jack because nobody knows who they are but they are these like uh, two tory artists <laughs> i was like yeah that's what we'll do in our christmas episode i'll yeah. have a go at gilbert and george two obscure I, I tory artists say, that nobody knows i will say to the chat is my mum still watching i don't know mum if you're still watching this i'm sorry no <laughs> <laughs> um, Gilbert and George, anyway, they show up to Casa de Gapes and they say they tell him um they they uh oh what am I thinking of yeah they ask him if he wants to come to a Christmas carol ceremony out in Ilford. Oh yeah, it's a midnight mass. Yeah, are you gonna attend midnight mass with us? If you want to go to midnight mass and Gapes is like, No thank you, 
Georgie, bring, bring us back too many bad memories around this time of year. And then they like the flashback, the sound comes in, then they cut the game. <laughs> like, I want every firstborn child in the Bethlehem area killed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why Gapes is also King Herod in the Bible. Yeah, yeah, as well as Judas uh, in the New Testament. Yeah, we had like a, a big bit about that in the Las Vegas bit where uh, Jimothy was off his head on LSD and magic milk, and like Gapes was telling him his like his past lives where he was Cain who killed Abel, <laughs> and then later he was like the devil who was tempting Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, taking the form of a serpent <laughs> just classic Gabe's line um, yeah he, he reveals uh, dur- during that whole thing how yeah he he, he uh, tempted quote unquote some hippie chap out in the desert <laughs> 40 nights <laughs> yeah I think it was like also a bit about Maybe he was like Genghis Khan in the previous life as well. There, yeah, I mean, it, it, <laughs> he was like, yeah, he was ruled the earth. I had forty thousand children. Oh God, well, Mike like, Gates also, is like uh, the Mad Baron who thought he was Genghis Khan as a powerful bit, right? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you have him as uh, the judge from Blood Meridian? Yeah, we did. <laughs> yes, that was a really that was a deep cut. That was so funny. Fucking James Franco trying and failing all these years to adapt Blood Meridian and all these other more esteemed filmmakers like Ridley Scott failing it too. We just work it into a game cast. <laughs> As a throwaway joke. Fuck you, James Franco. Um, but like, yeah, that I, I love that. In terms of like, I don't think it's necessarily one of his past lives because I think... Probably... But, but no, it, it is what he believes is his past lives. No, I mean, that is one of his oh, past like... lives. But in terms of what it... isn't, but I, I think he probably did under the name Mike Gapes. When he talks about how he was like the mob's business manager in, in Vegas. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, like, I got that... Um... I was uh, listening to Gilbert Gottfried's podcast where he has like all the old Jewish comedians on, and they always talk about how uh, Las Vegas was better when it was run by the mob. <laughs> <laughs> so like we had that bit out where, where like he like discovered Woody Allen, <laughs> and Shecky Green. <laughs> yeah, Shecky Green is always a name that comes up about like Las Vegas comedians. But, but, but Gates clarified like, like it was there that I discovered Woody Allen. And Shecky Green, especially Woody, Woody Allen. Allen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's so good. That um, and obviously he killed JFK as well in Gatecast. Yeah, we had um, what was it, Murder Most Milky? Yeah, yeah, where he sort of confesses in song to uh, to k- killing John F. Kennedy. I did a tweet about you know the picture of him and Nancy Pelosi about how. Gapes had been declared the legitimate leader of Venezuela, and there was a quote saying that, you know, Nancy Pelosi said Mr. Gapes has a long record of service to the US government dating back to uh, November 1963. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I remember writing that, actually, because I was supposed to be working, but instead I was just like listening to the Bob Dylan song and trying to come up with lyrics to send over to you. I think like, that was for, like, uh, we had him on Google Docs, which we realised... 
<laughs> embarrassingly late was a good way to do it because before that we were like a shameless scripts in uh, DMs and WhatsApp yeah. and stuff, a bit of pee, <laughs> a bit of pee. And I was just like messaging you random uh, lyrics for the Middlemost Milky. I think that's yeah maybe the first reference to Rental in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go. Rental's friend. Rental's friends from Europeast caused from midst their gory feast said we will mi- help you Michael Gapes smiling with sharp teeth and dark black capes <laughs> <laughs> both those rhymes crack me up so much smiling with black teeth and dark no sharp teeth and dark black capes yeah and also just like the <laughs> the terrible like syntax of it it sounds like fucking Yoda like <laughs> rental friends from Europe East <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that had a really deep reference in it, uh, those lyrics, because I referenced the um, Weber op for day, uh, I can't even pronounce it, Der Fritz. <laughs> I like, uh, got some of uh, like German lines in it. Oh yeah, we uh, really respect the Germanic art. Uh, like, I was going to say, one of the, when Luke Akehurst is doing that speech where he's like, uh, I'm going to be fired into the sun on this nuclear weapon. <laughs> like, yeah. you've got fucking Tomorrow Belongs to Me from the cabaret <laughs> playing in the oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The German language version as well, <laughs> which is more authentic. <laughs> No, I don't think we've talked about Stormzy yet. His <laughs> <laughs> his childhood mentor. That's yeah. actually possibly like the joke I'm most uh, proud of in all of Gatecasts. It's like, yeah, we uh, had this um, butler called Stormzy. We called him that because he used to be a stormtrooper. <laughs> <laughs> and he taught Gapes to like headbutt cats to death and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like Stormzy just like keeps popping up <laughs> randomly in later episodes as Gapes remembers his lessons. I mean, that's one of my favorite like satirical elements of the show. How Gapes is sort of like an integral part of this like decades-spanning global network of anti-communism, <laughs> ordering on outright outright fascism. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I found really like the German thing. Like uh, the um the, the um. Not for Vomer Weber. Like, the German uh, lines made sense, but I like then I like came up. I found them and I like I had to come up with um, rhymes for them. So uh, the uh, first was my ambition, like my frame is big. Shite to hurt, shite and Alskonig. My strikes on angel wings will be born. Schweig, damn it, Dick Nightwright won't. And the German lines uh, translate to "Let him gaze on me as king, and silence. Let no one warn him." <laughs> <laughs> so like, I put a lot of effort into something that literally nobody would get except me. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna reference this old German opera that nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love that. But we, you know, it's not just opera that we reference in terms of uh, music. Uh, in Gape Fest, we had numerous great jokes, but I mean, it ended with a sort of um, <laughs> Altamont invocation where <laughs> Gape goes into the audience. No, he does. He stabs somebody to death on stage. Oh yeah, there's a person who comes onto the stage who'd won like a, a competition to meet him on stage, and <laughs> Gape thinks he's like a terrorist and stabs him. Richard Mills like Gapes had been briefed on this and was fully aware, but at the time, like Gapes was just filling himself full of cake and champagne backstage and not listening. <laughs> he like shits his white leather pants. 
<laughs> oh yeah, the white leather pants. Yeah, had to be sewn into. Gaps but, yeah, but, but yeah, basically, like Gapes is on stage, like performing "Sympathy for the Devil," <laughs> as he did. <laughs> the song most closely um, associated with the. Um, the, st- the stabbing at the Altamont concert, although actually it took place during Under My Thumb, which we make. Yeah, we make him have a like the security guards are just watching him saying, actually, it's a misconception that they were playing Sympathy for the Devil. They're actually playing Under My Thumb. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Gapes is going mad in the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Gapes, like, so Gapes is singing, like, I fuck around the St. Petersburg. And then, like, this, this fucking, like, kid wearing um, a meat. Uh, wearing an I won the music competition and have been fully vetted by security t-shirt um, <laughs> comes on stage and Gapes is like ah, uh, an ISIS terrorist Hashmikov and Zangiev don't want to get their hands <laughs> dirty so after that so they dispatch an ISIS stooge to take care of me eh? just starts brutally stabbing him and then he just jumps into the audience and starts stabbing people and <laughs> yeah the- but, but, but all the blood <laughs> summons John Mental because yeah. earlier there was like a reference where like there's like this um, broken recording where Gapes is scared Rental has got into Gapefest <laughs> Rental being like the one person Gapes is like genuinely scared of <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it, we've covered so much amazing ground, you know, in the Gapecast project. There's yeah, be- I mean, there was the um, Gapes uh, I Am Jesus tour from the Gapefest <laughs> as well. <laughs> <laughs> the game Jesus tour is like one of my favorite bits. I have to say that was actually one of my rare ideas. I, yeah, I was going to say original, but obviously it's inspired. By- <laughs> it's, a, it's a Klaus Kinski thing, Klaus yeah. Kinski, yeah. I mean, if anyone's seen Werner Herzog's documentary, My Best Fiend, uh, weird kind of documentary of sort of Herzog trying to exculpate himself for being friends with this fucking monster. But at the same time, um, it shows some amazing footage of Kinski's Jesus tour, where he'd like he'd start doing this kind of like one man one man show as Jesus, and he'd like tour fucking universities in britain and other places with this show um and he'd like he'd start off doing um the jesus shit but he'd be so like laughable that everyone would laugh at him and make fun of him and he'd just get angrier and angrier until by the end of it kinski would just be like you i will kill you you fucking bastards how dare you treat the lord and savior jesus christ like this uh and so when um you know, we we have like in the gate best thing, like the Jimothy who's narrating the documentary. Um, he's like. Uh, the Gate Fest was actually Gates' first public performance since his inf- infamous. <laughs> yeah, since your controversial Jesus tour. <laughs> Gates is saying, I, I don't think people understand understood it was just a performance. I wasn't saying I actually was Jesus. <laughs> we have a recording of it where he's saying, I'm Jesus, this is not a performance. I'm Mike Gates, I'm literally Jesus Christ. Yeah, it just cut straight from a, um, I don't think people understood. It was supposed to be a performance. I was not really saying I was Jesus Christ to 
Fuck you! Fuck you! I am literally Jesus! <laughs> and he like calls himself Mike Gapes, the man who is Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it is. And I, Mike, Je- I, Mike, Jesus Christ, Gapes, I'm threatening to kill all the audience members with guns and bombs. I have illegally bought from ISIS. This is a terrorist threat by me, Mike Gapes, the man who is Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that that was my. Um, I, I know Juliet said, friend of the show, Juliet Jake said that was her favorite bit in that. Yeah, like that was a deep. Well, that was just because me and Jack both knew about the Klaus Kinski uh, Jesus tour. So when we were coming up with uh, jokes for Gate Fest, we thought, yeah, we'll absolutely work in a way to put that in. Yeah. <laughs> And was that when we like first started uh, using um, the, Jim- the Jimmy Buffett song "Do You Like Pina Coladas," which is by Jimmy Buffett? Yeah. Obviously, everyone knows that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I was watching the Shield the other day. I sent FFF a video actually. Oh yeah, I saw it. I was yeah, the Shield and like uh, Michael Chiklis and Walton Goggins, Walton Goggins' characters, uh, Vic and Shane, like, just sitting in this car, and then you hear on the radio, dun, 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 pew! Uh, it's like, I know that fucking groove anywhere, and sure enough, and then, you know, the verse, and then, if you like pina coladas! I was like, this is so sick, this is the only time I, like, listen to this song outside of the context of Gatecast. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, like uh, I think it, like the first reference was in a uh, gate fest, and oh, I can't remember which was before that. Maybe the Raphael Bear one was before that, where at the end, uh, Jimmy is listening to a Pina Claude song as he drives off. I think he was like going to the North Pole to find out the uh, the <laughs> mystery of his. But, yeah, there was a line in a uh, gate fest where Gates was talking about. Yes, even his boat was called the Pina Claude song. Although by the time I was done, it was called the Penis Collada song. <laughs> Do you get it, Timothy? You know what I'm saying? I fucking love the bit where it's like, Jimothy's interviewing Gapes, and Gapes is telling him about his friendship with Jimmy Buffett, and he's just like, Have you ever fucked another man's wife, Jimothy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, mum, if you're still- The one viewer who dropped off as soon as that was said, I'm going to assume is my mum. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've I've got the script up in front of me. It's like, fucking his wife together. Have you ever fucked another man's wife, Timothy? (laughs) No, I don't think I have. Oh, you need to try it. Nothing bonds with a friend like you both spit roasting his wife. Hearing them both call you Big Daddy Gate. (laughs) And it just cuts off. There's a, there's a similar bit later on with uh, with Gapes uh, where he's with Tim <laughs> Farron and Tim Farron is like you know uh, it's a slippery slope. Uh, hang on, let me find. Uh, am I yeah? Gate fest shake. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh yeah, there's a lot of homophobia with Tim Farron character. Yeah, t- Tim's like me and Ma- me and Big Mike only drink the finest of the milk. You can't trust the water, you see. And Gapes is like, because of the chemicals. And Tim's like, yes, the chemicals. Giving men strange urges that make a mockery of God's will. You've got to be careful with that sort of thing. 
That's why I never shake hands with men. It's a slippery slope. If you're willing to touch another man's hand, who knows what other parts of his body you might end up touching. Like his cock. Yes, Mike. Or his anus. Exactly. <laughs> One minute you're fist-bumping Jimmy Buffett. The next you've got that very same fist right up to your elbow, buried deep in his tie. Yes, yes, well, we get the idea. Now, I'm not homophobic. Some of the best men I've met have been the ones in the conversion camp I ran. But yeah. <laughs> That's just a, a, a great point, I think. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tim, Tim Farron does get a shout-out in the video tomorrow, by the way. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. I don't refer to him by name, but I do go through all of the horrible them leaders that they managed to pick. Um <laughs> Gay Frogs Man, Old Man, <laughs> Joe Swinson. Oh, I uh, skipped Stuart. the Old Man. I, I skipped Vince Cable. <laughs> <laughs> old Man, look at my life. I was complicit in the fucking Shell Oil Company murdering a load of people. I'm going to have to write, yes, I know I miss, missed Vince Cable, but let's be honest, he's not. Re he's the real magic grandpa, and I'm not addressing him directly. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like a uh, muggle grandpa. There you go, I owned him with a Harry Potter reference. Damn, Corbin Harry Potter. is not Dumbledore, okay? Yeah. T Tim Farron Jack, is good. Read, read another book, Jack. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I never will read another book after fucking Chris Clark. I'm done. I'm <laughs> no more reading. <laughs> Re reading is like, like, you know, Will Self said the novel is dead. I'm afraid the same applies to nonfiction now. <laughs> Chris Clark <laughs> killed the nonfiction book. Um, in terms of like bad writing, by the way, one thing that we've unfortunately been unable to keep consistent in the Gate cast is Gates' line on China. Um, there's, uh, <laughs> like, I, I think, uh, G yeah, Gapes is fine being inconsistent because there's things like Gapes has a father, but also Gapes is also all the Gapes is in history. His own father, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's his own uh, father because he's an immortal. So Gapes is Gapes is simultaneously his own father and son at the same time. We had that bit in the Christmas episode where we had to have a senior Mike Gapes in Wales. Oh yeah, who's like he's a mine owner <laughs> in Wales. Yeah, which was like a. a Weird reference to uh, children. What's it? A child's Christmas in Wales by um, what's his name? That Welsh guy, Dylan Thomas. That's it. Yeah. A child's Christmas in Wales by <laughs> Dylan Thomas. But he just calls it the time I was a child in Wales at Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's so good. But yeah, the bit we've been unable to keep consistent is that, like, in that Christmas episode, Gates like blames China. For manufacturing the virus in collusion with Corbyn, specifically <laughs> to target him, Michael Gates. But um, but in Gate Fest, he's portrayed as an ally of China. He says uh, when Tim Heidecker. Uh, who oh yeah, we wanted to get some Tim Heidecker in there because he, yeah. like, he's a big influence, and we're both a big fan of his. Yeah, so we used a clip of him from uh, his trial talking about quote unquote the China connection and uh and gapes is like lies lies and smears china are our precious allies and he sort of says that he has like connections with the triads in their heritage <laughs> we've, got, we've got an actual gapes tank going 
oh nice and he also says that china are a budding market for concert documentaries (laughs) (laughs) but then he concludes his pro-china rant by saying why don't you pick on a real communist country like russia (laughs) (laughs) there's so many running jokes in uh, gatecast we've even like after almost three hours, we've still not touched on them. There's lies and smears, which we get into almost every episode. <laughs> lies, lies and smears. Yeah, yeah. He always calls things lies and smears, and now so do I. <laughs> yeah, and there's uh, there's the um, gate mobile. Well, that's <laughs> what that tank was, right? Um... <laughs> yeah. It was like it was a huge tank-like uh, car. Timothy's like, oh, it always reassures me to see it barreling down the road, taking up both lanes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah and in the uh, Wake and Fight episode, we had like, there was the Gatemobile golf cart edition. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Buffett is a recurring joke. We've got a lot of stuff about Gapes. Gapes respects all the musical giants Buffett, Wagner. Yeah, in the, again, like in the Wake and uh, Milk episode, was like a bit where he points uh, the uh, outsider points out that Pina Colada song wasn't by Jimmy Buffett, and like the entire bar just goes silent. Like, what are you saying? Oh, well, uh, to the person that... who's asking me about the game and how it compares to Tropico Five, I've actually not played a Tropico since Tropico Four. So yeah, I don't, I don't know, but it's quite fun. <laughs> I, the soundtrack is banging as always. So. Sorry, carry on, So the person yeah, who, who, who said nice. that there was a pina colada flavored bounty, I literally could not consume that because coconut and pineapple make me throw up. So <laughs> I, quite literally, if you wanted to kill me, that is what you would offer me. <laughs> Someone saying Jimmy, uh, Jimothy cryptically referencing the Chris Benoit murders. Basically. Oh, yes, that because that was in the. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was when Wario uh, Tifa Grant, uh, he cracked up. That was in the original one. Uh, and yeah, see if I can find it because I had. With the Gapes interview, and then we had you on, then the episode where we sort of laid the. Uh... The, the foundations for the extended Gapes universe. But, um... Yeah, yeah I, I was like struggling to get in. Like, Jack was like, uh, sort of like trying to talk over or interrupt it because he doesn't know the reference. I've got it here actually. It was like, I don't know today. Halfway through and was like, oh, <laughs> that sounds familiar. Couple of seconds and it hit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, it's like after later date, I'd be after later date, I'd be quite happy to come on and tell you all the things about Richard Miller that I'd like to tell you. But um, but now all I'm willing to say is that Richard Miller was undoubtedly the hardest working man in data journalism, <laughs> the, most, <laughs> the most dedicated and totally absorbed in the business of data journalism out of <laughs> anybody I've ever met, and that's. All I've really got to say at the, mo- at the moment, he was the absolute best. We miss Richard Miller <laughs> so much. Yeah. If, if anyone doesn't know the context for that, like um, they had basically after the Chris Benoit murder. Oh suicide, yeah, like one, one of the most amazing two hours of television. Yeah. <laughs> after it had happened, but before it had become public knowledge, exactly what had happened, just that they died. Um, <laughs> WWE Raw was like scheduled to broadcast, so they couldn't have their normal episode because one of their longest serving wrestlers has just died. But they 
presumably didn't know the full facts. So they decided to do like a Chris Benoit tribute raw. And they were like <laughs> playing all his greatest matches from different stages of his career. And they had they've done it before with, with wrestlers that have died in tragic circumstances like Owen Hart and, and Eddie Guerrero. Um but they, they had a lot of um wrestlers and sort of prominent uh characters um, giving little sort of minute long speeches sort of about their memories of, of, of Chris Benoit and what he meant and all saying like oh he was a great guy you know I've, I've toured the world with him he always had a good match you know he helped me get, become a better wrestler and all this <laughs> and they had William Regal on basically saying word for word what uh, what FFF has just said there um, but about Chris Benoit being like the best wrestler but there's, like, the tone of it was so different that it's like you could tell that he twigged shortly before he went on there that it probably was a murder. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> everyone else's was just glowing with praise, and he's like, I'm only going to talk about him as a wrestler. He was very good at that, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, I will speak only on his professional life. I have no opinion yeah. on anything else. Yeah, and this was one of his closest friends in the business as well. So, like, when he's saying that, you're like, this is fucked, you know? <laughs> Yeah, like it is the most amazing uh, hour or two hours of television where you're doing a tribute show for someone and halfway through you find out he murder suicided his family. Yeah, <laughs> it literally broke towards the end of the episode, I think, like breaking on the news site. I wonder which of us is going to be driven so mad by the discourse that we're going to all have to be like, oh, we'll only talk about them as a shit poster, not as anything else. <laughs> which of us is it going to be? Um, but yeah, if you listen to that uh, old RP podcast, you can just hear Clint uh, starting to laugh halfway through it as soon as he yeah. twigs what, what the actual reference is. I, I, I don't get it at all. I was just, I, I, yeah. I, it completely passes me by. That, that was like literally the first thing I wrote to my notes of that episode. was like, okay, I'm getting a Chris Benoit reference in. I don't care about anything else. As long as I get that in, I'll be happy. Oh, uh, chemical Pauly has the link to it in the chat if yeah. you want to watch that after the yeah. stream. But yeah, um, yeah, absolutely <laughs> astonishing. Like television, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will even tell by the, the standards States, of professional wrestling. I will tell the United States to fuck off, even though I have oil. I'm sure that. Oh, but guys, what time is it according to your clocks? It's uh, it five, is about five, four to nine. Uh, I've yeah, got four minutes five, to nine. Four to nine as well. At nine. Uh, let's do hashtag clap for Comrade Tom, which I tweeted about earlier, but people may not have got the chance to give my tweet as many likes and retweets as it deserved. So I'm just going to say we're doing eight on the dot, not six on the dot, as I originally said, because I wasn't there. <laughs> uh, eight on the dot, we are doing clap for Comrade Tom, which is where we uh, just do a little clap for all of our comrades who are called Tom. Yes. Yeah, but there's so many the Tom. Toms. Yeah. Yeah. There are yeah. a lot of left-wingers called Tom who definitely deserve some applause. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Cool. You... I'm going to go for a quick piss before that, and yeah. hopefully yeah, I, it's I, not going to take I, me I'm... five minutes. Yeah, don't yeah. piss through the clapping. That is not... Hold the fort, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but of course, as we know, clapping is the same as paying someone in the UK, so this is actually yeah. very good and very kind of us and generous. One one clap equal, equals one respect. That's right. And, and p- piss for Comrade Tom is next week. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I saved the palace this time at least, but I had to get the gates tanks rolling, so... 
Don't clap in the stream, that's right. Do not do that. <laughs> oh, I love the Gapes tanks. Oh, no, turned around. Alright then. This island looks terrible. It is! It's not great. <laughs> <laughs> the point of having Jimothy on was to fix this, and I ended up not fixing it at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can uh, buy okay, a t-shirt of the islands if you like. <laughs> Promote tourism to this terrible island ruled by a mad bald man who has a radio <laughs> play about him. Um, hmm. It's not okay. Has everyone, everyone got like a specific tom in their mind uh, for when they clap, or just clapping for all toms? Um. <laughs> All the good toms. All the good toms, if not you, the bad toms. We don't if, clap for them. If you think, t if you th if there's a tom you think is a dickhead, it's fine to mentally exclude them. <laughs> Only the good toms. Yeah. That's um, right. what, what's that? What's that? Tom Tom Hamilton. He's a dickhead. Oh, We're not clapping for him. Oh yeah. Fuck off. Oh yeah. I was gonna say that's the one who's like a Miliband staffer who's terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's right. We're talking about bad toms and also Burning Sun. I know oh, it's not easy on Tom the Tom Hamilton. But... Tom Hamilton's in fucking Aerosmith. What? <laughs> <laughs> that was it. I knew. I knew there was some cunt other than Bradley Whitford who shared the name of an Aerosmith, a member of Aerosmith. And uh, yeah, Tom oh, Usher is indeed good. And yeah, yeah. The Tom I was gonna clap for was Tom Wyman, who I really like. Yeah. <laughs> Despite the fact we're like completely polar opposites in our Twitter game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. My. Oh, God, I'm being slow. Um. Hang on. All right, we're gonna we're gonna clap. We're, we're like a minute away from the clap. Maybe. <laughs> God damn it, that was phrased terribly again. Um, yeah. So basically, you know, the, this is we're doing this as a patriotic uh, gesture, um, flag, family, and Tomness. That's what we we're all about. <laughs> Essentially, we're getting our values alignment out there to to our viewers and, and to yeah. To okay, okay. We're cla well. Let's start clapping. So, so whether it. Tom Blackburn, Tom Gann, Tom Wyman, Tom Monday, Tom Usher, if you like, Tom Usher, Tom Tom Foster from this podcast, who I thought of like six there or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tom Watson, great author, very fit. <laughs> Tom Bombadil, also a great Tom. Yeah. <laughs> respect, respect to Tom Watson yeah. for. <laughs> sorting out his health and I was who, concerned for him and who wrote the worst book I've ever read so far um, and uh -huh, I would be yeah. I might release oh. that VOD to the public but I also might uh, well it's still on the Twitch but I might put it on the YouTube but I might just make it subscriber only but I think that's I think that's the stream um, <laughs> so uh, hope you guys have enjoyed hearing about Gatecast and um, obviously you should follow all of my wonderful guests on the social medias, which they will tell you now, where where's the best place to do that? Uh, uh, SoundCloud. You should find us at Real Politic. Importantly, you should find us on Patreon at pa Sorry, SoundCloud. We are Real Politic Podcast, I believe, aren't we? Uh, hang on, uh, Yeah, we, we are. We are Patreon. We are simply Patreon.com/slash/RealPolitic. Donate there because, like, we'll be able to just supply you of a constant stream of shit if you just give us money <laughs> to allow us to have the time to do it please um and um furthermore uh 
check out RP Core Intel on Twitter. Uh, yeah, and also I would just say that if you uh, if you enjoyed this and you're new here, um, wow, first of all. Second of all, <laughs> drop a follow. Um, the next stream is on Sunday from 1pm. Oh, yeah, before we finish the stream, can I uh, plug my own uh, yeah, shit? Go for it, go. Because I, th- I think uh, Grimes, uh is in line with Jack, but also you should follow, uh, follow uh, Wario Tifo, because he is like the... One of the smartest and funniest people on Twitter. Yes. Love you, Grant. And, and a good, yeah, and so, a solid uh, friend a of the stream. Of the hell site there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you can uh, follow me on Twitter. There is the uh, Gapecast in Universe count at Jimothy Baker, and <laughs> there is. Last time I tried to plug my uh, other account, it got banned like two de- uh, twenty two hours later. So I'm going to try again. Yeah. Uh, my my other personal account that nobody follows because nobody knows it's me is. Teenage Exorcist, although it's at Teenage Exorcist 1. Alright. And I was going to say, the next stream is at 1pm on Sunday. I've got Dr. Eleanor Yanega coming on. We're going back to Thick Bohemia. We're going to be talking about all of the weird medieval sex that people got up to back then and I'm just going to keep on steamrolling people in that game and trying to seduce like the Pope and stuff like that because you can do that and that's great fun. <laughs> Otherwise, that's it from me for tonight. So I'll um, I'll catch you all on Sunday, and you should go listen to go listen to Gatecast now. Do it. And, yeah, um, just a, yeah. just a little Gatecast note that it's all all the episodes are together as a playlist on our SoundCloud, so they're all they're all in one place. All right. Good yeah. night, everyone. Um, oh, and also for, to to be like to work out all of Gatecast, you need to follow Jim Baker as a like. It's yeah. a, a multimedia experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Say the least. All right. And on that right. note, uh, good night from us. See ya. Later on. Okay. GG, everyone. Bye.